But, you know, we went over a couple different passes. We're getting like five. And it was overheating constantly. It was, oh. it was a lot of fun. Oh, overheating. We had an RV for a number of years. My wife is from Alaska, and Alaskans RV. It's what they do. And so we bought an RV when my kids were little, and it was, uh, it was the, the engine was a, like an E450. Okay. Gas or diesel? Gas. Oh boy. And yeah, yeah, that would overheat a fair amount, but it turned out just before we sold the thing, finally, it turned out that there was like, uh, some blockage of the radiator or something like that. Classic Ford. (laughs) We tried twice to get over to Montana because my son was going to school there. Sure. And failed near the top of Snoqualmie Pass both times. <laughs> and then, so there we're sitting there. And I don't know if you know, right near the top of Snoqualmie Pass, just before you get to like West Snoqualmie, that exit, there's yeah. like those real high retaining walls there. And there's mm-hmm. no shoulder. Mm-hmm. There's like a six foot shoulder. And we're in a 36 foot. Big one. You know, Winnebago. The unit. Pulled over there and semis are going by at like 75 Mach miles 10. an hour. And <laughs> I'm in the car and my wife's like, get out and check. I'm like, fuck. You I, I don't want to. <laughs> I can't open the door over here. Yeah. <laughs> take the door off and the wind going yeah. by will take the door so off. So <laughs> we managed to, you know, like go 100 yards at overheat again. We wait 20 minutes, go another 100 yards at overheat again. And then just finally got off that exit and turned around and essentially coasted all the way down to like North Bend and into that truck stop there. Truck down. Yep. And uh, left it there. And that was pretty much the end of our RVing days. So that's a bummer. Been there, yeah. We'll get another one sometime once our kids are all gone. I just sold one. I just sold one. You did? Yeah. Uh, Was it like a Class A, Class C, or is this the behind the smallest one that you can get that has everything in it? Okay. Like shitter shower. Yeah. Bed, two beds. But it's the. Is it like a bed over the cab? One bed over the cab, yeah, one bed in the back. So we had a class C like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the classes are. The A is just those flat front ones. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. You know, class C will it's have. like pretty like, much driving the bus. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And the class C will have the over cab bed. Got it. Over cab, like entertainment. Got it. Or whatever. Are we going? Uh, Kind of. I'm still playing with the audio a little bit. Okay. We can cut all this bullshit out. All right. I thought, that, I thought the bullshit was the point. Yeah, well, the bullshit yeah. is the point. <laughs> okay, well, Welcome we'll to Shop Time, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> On today's episode of Shop Time, we have our uh, our longtime good friend Very since excited. at least, what would that be, 13 years ago, Mr. Armstrong. Can we call you Dan Armstrong on this? Is that okay? Absolutely. Daniel Armstrong? I just want to go by Dan. Sure, Daniel. Daniel? Daniel. You prefer Daniel, Daniel over Dan? Uh, Don't care. Don't care? Okay. I don't really care. I'm I mean, still going to call you Mr. Armstrong because it's fair. ingrained in my head. It feels weird not to. <laughs> yeah, it does. I get that a lot. Yeah. Is, is it, have you ever had a student call you by your first name? Uh, not like purposefully or for long. <laughs> and, and not because of anything I would do, but just because kids, former students will just say, can I call you Dan? And I'm like, sure, you're a graduate there. And they're like, it feels weird. Yeah. I'm going to call you Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it just sounds weird. Yeah. Dude, I was thinking yeah. about that actually on the way home. <laughs> I get it. It'd be like calling your dad by his first name, which I know some people do, but. I do all the time. Oh, you do? Never yeah. Mind. Yeah. That's... Well, then call me Dan. But that's okay. first to be called But you're not Mr. my dad. <laughs> that's fair. I can't call my dad Ken. He just, he wants Mr. Wit. <laughs> do you have to call your dad Mr.? No. Yeah. That'd be rough. Yeah. No, no, he's not like a drill sergeant or anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> No, my dad has aliases. 
He goes by like Good Hair Bob or Party Bob. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Guess how he got that name. Yeah. <laughs> From his many doctorates. He's not a doctor, Bob. Oh. Yet. He's yeah. working on his last. He's not at all. He's not at all. Dissertation. Uh, wh- okay, here's a question for you. When sure. did you when did you start when did you start teaching? What year was that? Uh, ninety nine. Dang. Nine. What? Fall of ninety nine, at Cedar Crest. I've never taught anywhere else. What? How old were you when you started? Thirty. Wait a minute. Ninety nine. That would make me twenty nine. I was gonna say. Oh, doing the math. Okay. Yeah, all right. It was not my first career. In fact, I wasn't even. Like, I didn't even get a teacher education in college. I, I, you know, I was telling you guys before we were live that my dad owned a business, mm-hmm. and it was a second generation business. Mm-hmm. And so the expectation was that I was just going to go right into that business. And so I tried that and I hated it. Was it a candle shop or something? Not far off, actually. <laughs> it was lighting, uh, it was electrical wholesaling and distribution. So we sold, you know, Everything from ballast and wire. Like Levington. And, yeah. Levington. Pl- Platt. Square D, Platt, yeah. Yeah. Cutler Hammer, all that stuff. Oh, you did all of them? Oh, yeah. All oh, that okay. stuff, plus Sylvania and Luton and all these different things like that. And and uh, it was, you know, it provided my grandfather and, and then my dad a, a very good living. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the natural path. And I think that was what was expected of me, you know, the third generation. And so I did it after college. It was my... It was also my summer job all throughout high school and college work for the, for the dad's business kind of working my way. It started it. Wait a second. So you're telling me the floor. And how old are you now? Now? Yeah. I'm 52. 52. Well, I'll be 52 in a few weeks. Yeah. So you're, you're 52 and you've had two jobs. Oh, I wish. Oh no. no. <laughs> a lot of in-betweens. Yeah. I'll have to share with you the story of the worst job ever. Uh, but I, I straight out of college, I went to work for my dad. Family. Got business. it. Okay. Spent about a year and a half there. Electrical wholesale dynasty here. Yeah, yeah <laughs> very much so. Is that company that uh, your grandfather started is it still alive? No. Oh. In fact, that was a source of some uh, difficulty between my dad and I, because when I told him after about a year and a half after I graduated, I said, "You know, this just isn't for me." Uh, we didn't speak on good terms for probably three, four years. Really? I think he was really hurt by it, mm. you know? And Yeah, he thought this legacy was going to yeah, just keep yeah, going and going and going. Yeah, family legacy. He'd crafted this to hand down to me. I'm his only son. He was his dad's only son. Kind of a, you know, a natural. But it just did not appeal to me. I, I wanted to do something I enjoyed. Right. And, and I didn't enjoy it at all. So, yeah, I, I quit that and then moved to San Diego uh, to be closer to my girlfriend, now wife, and just had a bunch of crap jobs for like two or three years before my wife looked at me one night and was like, you need to do something. And I think what you should do is teach. So it was my then girlfriend, now wife's idea. She said, you never shut up. You like history. <laughs> it's a perfect combination. And I was like, you're a smart woman. So did, did you, it. did you know that on your, uh, your Cedar Crest website, it says that you're a social studies teacher? That's what I am. <laughs> Not history, though. It doesn't say just history. History is social studies. I understand that, but shouldn't it say history teacher? Well, but social studies is like a broader classification because as a social studies teacher, I can also teach civics. And oh, gotcha. Okay. That makes economics sense. Economics and psychology. That makes the world just problems. History. Yeah, exactly. See how much I paid attention to Oh, in I know school? how much you were paying attention to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot. 
<laughs> we were yeah. two different types of students, me and Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good times. I wish I remember them. Yeah. yeah tell me about it. Yeah, you've probably only seen like 12,000 kids. Yeah. Since it's time. hard. Yeah. Do you, like, do you, uh, do you like delete the kids' names out of your brain every year and get new ones? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a clean flush. Yeah. Yeah. Once they graduate, um, I can be reminded. Yeah. Like immediately when you reached out, I didn't know who Saucy J was. Yeah. I was like, uh oh. Like, Somebody got this doesn't sound like a good let's, one. Let's let's right? set up a let's set up a blocker for this before yeah. I click go. I was thinking, what did I go to that got me on Saucy J's mailing list? <laughs> like, but then I looked and you said former student and, and when you said you I was like, Oh, I remember Joe. So I remember you. What do you remember what do you remember from? Um I think you were a sophomore in my class, the first class, if I'm remembering correctly. And I didn't look anything up. Well, but I feel you're, like you're talking to somebody with a history. horseshit memory here, so. Okay. Uh, I think you were in my 10th grade world history class. I was definitely in your world history class. Yeah. And, Such a good um, class. Things have changed a little bit since then. I don't remember whether you had me for any other classes, but I remember just like a snapshot. Yeah. Like I couldn't tell you a kid who's in my class three years ago whether they're a good student unless they were a terrible student right they were so bad that you can't forget them yeah absolutely (laughs) there are some that leave an indelible impression nightmare (laughs) like you know like a brand on your brain and those those you remember and a few really like you know i we had a couple who became kind of nannies to our kids at one point when our kids were little because that was one of the greatest perks of being a teacher is kind of hand picking your (laughs) your uh babysitters yeah like no Smart. shortage of options. Just like, Smart. Hey, you're you've got a straight A's. You're really hard working. You never miss anything. You're never late. You super responsible. How would you like to earn six dollars an hour? <laughs> my kids. Yeah. And, and they'd be not. like, Oh, Mister Armstrong, yeah. I'm honored. It, it literally was. I yeah. felt guilty sometimes <laughs> because we did pay less than probably any other babysitters uh, made. Yeah, six dollars an hour. That's well, I, I that's, that's pointy. Yeah, you were using your powers for evil, dude. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I apologize to all of you who did that out there. If you're listening, so three kids and uh, none of them need babysitters anymore. I'm assuming. No, my oldest is like I said, he's 21. Day after tomorrow, and then I have another son who's a senior, mm-hmm. and a daughter who's a sophomore. So, cool. Yeah. Do they go to Cedar Crest? They don't. Okay. Where do they go? They go to Woodenville. Oh, okay. oh I live sense. in Woodenville, but I'm not going to get any more stuff. That's, yeah, that's that. okay. Yeah, fair enough. Right, no, <laughs> fair. Listeners, you never know, right? Yeah, they'll track you down, dude. <laughs> Actually, funny story. It's not hard to do, evidently, because I woke up one morning with Saucy J found you. <laughs> the entire um, house was TP'd, and, and uh, they figured it out. on my lawn and stuff. The funniest thing was, though, is the kids who did it said, and this could be true could be false but they said oh we did it because we like you respect you and they proved it by coming back the next day and cleaning it all up interesting they thought it'd be cool if i woke up to it and i did and i was pissed (laughs) and then they cleaned it up and i said well how'd you even figure out where i lived and they said oh there's some website all you have to do is put in a person's name and that is true you know we knew you lived in general vicinity yeah you got a first and a last name you're saying they had me so i mean if a kid really wants to but i don't worry about that yeah. I, I honestly have never worried about that. I have pretty good relations with most of the students I have, and and I've oh, never man. felt like I was a teacher that kids were going to come at with any kind of yeah. ill intent. I remember yeah. uh, your class was great, dude. You're you're a blast. Honestly, well, thank you. you. Made a you made history if, awesome. If it's if it's memorable, yeah, that's yeah. It's learnable. Honestly, yeah. if you because if you have kids are having a good time, 
even if they don't even realize it, if they're laughing, they're they're open to what you're selling. You made it you know? so fun, so, dude. I'm like sitting cool there in the back. I'm like, tell me more about the Blitzkrieg. Okay, right on. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's the whole idea. Uh, I remember uh, when I was still in high school, I was with a friend of mine who will remain nameless for now. For and now. and yeah, <laughs> and uh, we uh, were we were driving along, and we saw I believe it was Mister Pittis. Sure. I want to say did he do did he do some class and then also maybe some PE? He. Well, I don't know if you're talking about maybe he, he might have at Tolt because he actually taught at Tolt before Cedar Crest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he might have there. But when he was at Cedar Crest, he was a social studies teacher. Okay. And he coached soccer. Yeah. So okay. We're, we're, we're yeah. talking on the same plane here. We saw him go by. Uh-huh. And we had nothing to do that day. So we followed him. And we followed him. We followed him. We, followed. we got all the way up to like uh, somewhere in Monroe. And we're fucking with him the whole time. Get really close. Back off. Get really close. Back off. Turn off the headlights. Oh boy! You know, and so he pulls into a grocery store, and he gets out of his car with a baseball bat, and we're like, "Hey, Mister Pettis, how are you doing?" And he's like, "What are you guys doing?" Because they're monsters. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was ready to go. Yeah, Pettis is not the guy you want to mess with. I, apparently, yeah, we we didn't after that, and also he was also like really nice to us after that. Yeah, he's he was a cool guy. He's actually one of my uh, closer friends among teachers that like outside of school. Believe it or not, teachers sometimes. You guys can so be fun. friends. That's allowed. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. And, uh, but he left the school a while ago, but we still stay in touch. What does he do now? Um, uh, I think he's a, like a home inspector. Oh, interesting. So started his own business, I think. Really? In, like Auburn, something like that, Maple Valley area. And he does home inspections. Makes his own schedule. Says it's awesome. No homework. Yeah. Oh, that's big. That'd be nice. But kids complain about homework they forget the teacher has to do it too like this that's that's perfect actually <laughs> that's okay <laughs> if you can <laughs> um yeah he was a good guy and, and he fishes a lot and that's what we have in common is we fish so we send fish pictures to each other all the time who's ever got the the bigger fish this well season? he's always got the better ones because he also has a wife who kind of supports his hobby yeah so at christmas he sent me a picture from like andros in the Bahamas. Okay. Oh, like, check out this bonefish I just caught. I'm like, oh, yeah. Fuck. Cool, For man. Christmas. Yeah. Like, check Thanks, out this bro. Bonefish I caught in Cottage Lake. <laughs> <laughs> so, check, check out, out this bass <laughs> from Lake Langlois. <laughs> I got a trout today. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's, it's about this big, but I'm still going to cook it in a bunch of tinfoil. <laughs> I will get three bites of fish. <laughs> yeah. Three bites of fish of and about 15 bones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you enjoy fishing. You do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's been my thing. Because I grew up in Idaho and yeah. lived on a ranch. Uh, we had about a 1,000 acres in Idaho. Whoa. Um, that's cool. With a river running right along one boundary. What river? Uh, it's called the Bigwood River. Okay. And it's a, I mean, it's like a blue ribbon stream. And I used to fish it all the time as a kid growing up. And then sometime when I was in about middle school, I got interested in uh, in fly fishing. Cool. And I still do, you know, bait casting or spin fishing and stuff like that. But I try to get out fly fishing as much as I can. Cool. It's 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 my church, basically. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I like going alone. Yeah. And just being in the middle of a river. And I don't well, care if I catch anything. It's the simple yeah, it's fact just being that out I'm there. there. Yeah. You know? I mean, I 
go hunting, you know, I'm an avid hunter. You know, uh-huh. Even if I don't get anything, it's it's just getting out it's, there. Yeah, you it's, you're you're in nature's cathedral, like, sort of. Some of my best hikes have been like by myself, just in the right. middle of nowhere. Right. You know, yep. if you bring like a good buddy with you, that's cool too. But, sure. You know, no, I totally, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. It's good to have someone to share it with, but you don't need it. Yeah, it's not a necessity. Right. Yep. So. I'm trying to learn that for myself at 31 years old. Because I'm extremely extroverted, and I'm trying to do things by myself, and it's difficult. It's not for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yep. I guess just I'm around teenagers all day. Sometimes I need to be by myself. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> bad. Yeah. Yeah, you deal with these little monsters all day, dude. Sometimes. <laughs> I go to work, and I see the same four people, and I need something else. Uh-huh. I hear you. Yep. So 31. That's bizarre to me. Why? Just thinking of because you knew me. People I was like that I 16. knew when they're fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That was part of the attraction of doing this. Is just thinking. I wonder what these guys are like as grown-ups. Well, um, I don't get to see a lot of grown-up former see. students. Yeah, that's probably yeah. I mean, a lot they kind of, of move on. A lot you know? of teachers, you know, it's like, well, it's the last time I'll ever see you. Yep. For ninety percent of kids, yeah. usually it is. This is nice. This is a treat, dude. Honestly, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> uh, this is cool. <laughs> I actually once said, foolishly, I don't know how long I'd been teaching, probably 10, 12 years, and I said, the day that I have a kid come in here that is a child of a former student, I'm dropping the mic and walking away. <laughs> how many times has it happened? Oh, it's happened like 15 times. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can't. My wife won't let me retire yet. <laughs> Especially in this Eat area. My words. <laughs> That's the final nail. Yeah. I think it was funny because I was taking attendance on the first day of a class and I, I said some, and I won't say names, but yeah. I called this girl's name and she said, and I was like, oh, are you, anybody I would know in your family? She's like, so-and-so and so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, are those like your aunt and uncle? Brother? She's like, they're my mom and dad. I'm like, oh boy. Like, oh no. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Turning yeah, point in my good. life. Am I gonna if am I gonna go with my oath of walking away or am I gonna keep my job and family and home and I chose the latter. Yeah. Sucked it up. The safe and, route. Yep. Yep. It doesn't sound like you chose that per se. Like it was more of like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that you're not you're more or less made before me. <laughs> you're not done yet. Well these <laughs> idiots keep having kids younger. <laughs> yeah, that they do. That they do. Uh, I'm not sure that that child was uh planned. Mm. Just put it that way. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a, a weight room accident, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Lots of wild stuff happens <laughs> in weight rooms. <laughs> I won't go in that place. The stories I've heard. <laughs> um, Shit. Oh God, I just had something. God dang it. 99. You started at 29 years old in 99. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. With with no Okay, so how do you how do you how do you Danny DeVito how do you bull, bullshit your way into teaching without a Don't you have to have some kind of thing? Well, yeah, I did go back to school in San Diego when my girlfriend then now wife said you need to do this and mm-hmm. I thought okay, I could do that. I think I might enjoy that. So I went back to just night school. I was actually doing um just yard maintenance and landscaping. Anything that came up, basically. Yeah, this guy would throw me some extra work, and and, uh, I worked for a while for a bank. Terrible job. Worked at Enterprise Rent-A-Car for about two months. (laughs) They give you the tools (laughs) to be their own boss. Oh, my God. It was so bad. 
<laughs> you know, you're because what they don't tell you is you're 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 in the management trainee program, but what you're really doing is washing cars, wearing a suit. You know, <laughs> so I uh, got out of that as soon as I could, and then so I was just picking up. Do you, you think know, that you can see of, see through the bullshit because of your father's and grandfather's business? Uh, Do you think you could see like this is not how this works in a company? Well, I mean. Probably, or you just didn't to want to do it. I didn't want to do it that way. Uh, they insisted that particular company enterprise, and and they're very successful. So you know, more power to them. But their model was you had to basically sell your soul to the company. Yeah. In fact, one of the things they tell you when I was working there, at least, and it's been a while because I was in the mid nineties, <coughs> was they want you to bleed green because oh, their color boy. is green, right? <laughs> And, and your social life, they tried as much as possible to get your social life to revolve around it, which was really cool because they had a whole bunch of 20-somethings working in the office. Sure. So on Friday, every Friday, there was happy hour. Manager of the branch would pay for happy hour because we weren't in like a hotel or a, we weren't in an airport. We were more of a, a branch kind of out in the industrial area of mm-hmm. San Diego where they where we got a lot of business from auto body shops and stuff. I deal um, with those guys all the time. Yep. So, uh, so we'd go pick them up cause that was what we did. And then we would sell them coverage they don't need. Of course. On their rental car. Yeah. Which was literally how your performance was measured there. Ugh. Uh, the extended there, there was even a bell <laughs> that you could go back oh, in the God. back room. Got another one. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and every time you sold the collision damage waiver, which 99% of the time they're credit card or their insurance, whatever, covered a rental car. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. You tried to sell it here. It's only $11 a day. You've got the car for seven days. It's a it's a mere $77 plus tax and fees and blah. You know, and do you really want to be put in that position where you get a door ding and you have to handle that? If you get this, we just bring you another car and see you on your way. You know, and so... Did you ever get any customers that are like, I don't need that. My insurance is paying for this shit. Most people said that, but there were... They trained you to try to... Work around that. Put holes in their argument and say, well... you got to sigh out the customer. Sure, you don't need it, but the peace of mind you'd have, you know... And then oh if God. you successfully sold it... Do you want to be happy, sir? Would, right. You <laughs> Do you want to pay to be more happier? They leave... <laughs> And then you got to go back in the back room. There's this big brass bell, and you go ding, 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 and everybody in the office would turn and be like, ah. because <laughs> the number of those you sold like went on a board and helped you get promoted. Oh, I hate because that. that lasted for two months. Now I'm out of here as soon as I possibly can. Did and other customers hear the bell ringing and be like, "What's that?" Yes, <laughs> yes, it was not exactly promoted to do that yeah. while customers were in the building. Oh my God. But That's it happened. So shady. It happened. Yeah. And no one knew, you know, none of the customers knew what was going on. Someone ring a bell. They probably thought, oh, somebody's car is ready or something. Yeah. So. <laughs> ring a bell. Oh, the cheese is done. You just tell me, like, uh, somebody's lunch hour just ended. It's the fine. enchiladas are done. <laughs> yep, another, another rental just got its wings. <laughs> yeah. So, and then at that point, I went back to night school. So, I am actually a trained qualified teacher with one slight hiccup, which is really funny. Uh, we moved up here from San Diego, got hired at Cedar Crest, and my very first year I taught Washington State history in spite of never having taken it. <laughs> Not and it's knowing. a requirement. <laughs> if you're going to get a credential in this state, you have to take that. <laughs> Somehow, uh, I was either that good a qualified, you know, qualified candidate, which I don't think is the case, or they were that desperate mm. That they just kind of overlooked it or swept under the rug or something. So here I am teaching Washington State history, and I'm saying stuff like, 
you know, and down here in Powell's Bow. I don't, I don't know how to say it. Anybody here not? And their kids are like, it's Paul's Bow. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> like, sure, man. <laughs> whatever you say. place, Pooey, Pooey Allop? I don't oh, know. Oh, Jesus. I, 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 I had no concept of any of the places around here. I'm like, I could say Duval, Carnation, North Bend, because I lived in North Bend and went through Carnation to get to work. Yeah. I was just <laughs> fresh awesome. off the boat. <laughs> That's wild. You started. With I would have loved to. I would have loved to taken that class, that specific one. What? No, you wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> take it from me. What no. made you want to be a history teacher? Uh, I guess just I, I like I like history. Yeah. I mean, to right. me, it's That's a super cool. cool story. Yeah. Tell them the story. I like. What it. do you think about? And, and oh, I'm a storyteller. Yeah. Here's the here's a I question. Agree. What do you <laughs> think about this thing going around now that uh. People are quote unquote canceling books. Sure. Like because in Florida. like it says something that doesn't follow their thing. Yeah. It's happening a lot. I've I've read about that. But it's doing they're doing it I just uh, it's usually history books too. History uh I saw math books. Yeah, I was gonna say like, what about math is controversial. Yeah. Are you are you gentrifying math now? It's not or? controversial, it just sucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, math is a fad, it'll pass. I tell my students that all the time. <laughs> Is that to like rag on the other teacher? Yeah, just 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 bear down, power through it. You're never gonna need it. It'll it'll be done in a few years, and math will go away. And what's wild is I do use the only math I use now is like the one math that I passed, which was geometry. Good for you. Yeah, actually, I think that's no offense to any math teachers out there because I couldn't do what they do. I was terrible at math myself. Um, but geometry, I always thought was aside from just basic math, like yeah. arithmetic, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, but I always thought geometry was the useful math too. Yeah. It's math that you're going to physically right. see and physically Calculus? use. Yeah. No, put right. letters in that shit. <laughs> yeah, right. What X and Y, I don't care about any of this. We were trying to, we were trying to figure out something <laughs> yesterday on Josh's truck here and I, I got a tape measure out and I'm measuring it and our, our buddy comes in here and he goes, Oh, you just do the Pythagorean theorem. Like, you don't have to though. Right. We got we got a tape measure and a ruler. You don't need to do that. <laughs> and you now know? you've got an app on your phone, probably take a picture of it and it'll figure it out for you. Probably. Right? That's a real yeah, thing. I'm sure it does. I've seen it. Yeah. It doesn't work that good though. Uh, I'm yeah. sure it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, more power to math teachers though. I mean I couldn't do it. Yeah, they have to actually explain shit. Yeah. Like, you could do Washington State history and never be from Washington. I can make stuff up. Yeah. Kids don't know. <laughs> Kids don't know. <laughs> a true story, too. I, I I will not lie. I have made stuff up many times, and kids don't question it. They just stare at you and go, okay. Uh-huh. Write okay. that down. Yep. Every yep. now and again, you'll get one kid go, uh, Mr. Armstrong, like, and moving on. <laughs> You're like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> that's like that's like a quote from 10 years ago. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> Dang. That was great. <laughs> okay, how many how many how many students that are now my age have you seen since? Not I was because I remember I remember in when I was in school, every once in a while like a student would pop their head in the door. Yeah, some alumni come back to say hi. Yeah, and I'm like these fucking suck ups. Why is that adult re- leaning in the room? Yeah, yeah. What do you what, don't you have other things you should be doing yeah. right now? Get out of here, yeah. nerd. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see a lot, to be quite honest. Which is fine, um, because at the end of the year, you delete all the names, you forget more about More or it. less, yep. Yeah. Uh, every now and again, I mean, you know, just doing business in Duval Carnation, which I'll stop and get Red Pepper Pizza or mm-hmm. go to Safeway. You run into people. Mm-hmm. 
but and they recognize you immediately. Yes, yeah. and I give you know, and I think this I speak for just about every teacher. Kids will come up to you occasionally and be like, "Mr. Armstrong," and I'm like, "Hey, buddy, you? Hey, what's up, man?" <laughs> and my brain is going in overdrive. Like, who is? I remember. Oh, what's the name? What's the name? It begins with an L. No, it begins with a Q. Crap! What is this kid's name? And you know, it never comes to me until they've walked away. And until then, you're doing this awkward dance of trying to. Oh, I remember your your history class. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, like I do too. Like it was yesterday, but I don't. Yeah, you know, and I don't think some kids know that, but there's, you know, you have, uh, I have 150 kids a year times 23 years, plus other kids from when I coached or when I do clubs or whatever. And plus I know tons of kids that aren't even in my class just from the hall. It's way too much. Mm-hmm. There's so no way. I can't dedicate <laughs> too a lot kids. of that. I got to remember my own children at home. and Also, you know, kids are a nightmare, so I don't blame you for not remembering them. Yeah, some are, some aren't. I mean, you have kids, so we'll leave them out of this. But no, my kids are worse than most of my students, to be fair. But I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, but you know them too personally. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's biased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have your best behavior out there, but save your crap for when you come home. That's our rule. And they so, do. what do you think? What do you think you'd do if you didn't teach? Would, would, okay, but let's do two different separate scenarios. Sure. If you, uh, if for some reason you couldn't teach anymore. And you had to get a different job. What would you do? Uh, what would I do, or what would I want to do? Well, two different sides of the question. Okay, the other, would the other I side is the pipe dream. Like, yeah. what do you want to do? Want to do if I wasn't going to teach? Um, it's it's going to sound pretty weird, but I'd want to do either. Uh, be like a fishing guide. Yeah, I've naturally. Thought that lifestyle would be pretty sweet. Although every fishing guide I've ever talked to about it said, "Oh, it's terrible." You don't want to do this. That's what my dad did. Yeah. He's a hunting guide during like elk season out there. So does he ever get upset that he doesn't get to hunt for himself? Because that's what a yeah. lot of fishing guides tell Pretty me. Pretty much. Yeah. And he like takes all these guys to these like yeah. prime elk spots and then they shoot like a massive trophy bowl. Yeah. And he, he helps, get, he he helps do carry it out. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, does all the work. Takes pictures of them <laughs> yeah, holding, right. their, holding the rack. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yep. of that. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be pretty sweet to have your own giant boat. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so that would be my, if, if that were doable and then that would be what I'd want to do, I think. Uh, what I could do is a whole different story. Um, I'd probably just have to settle for some sales job or something like that because I have some experience with that from back in the day. Selling yeah. rental cars. Yeah, also, you're that. extremely good at talking to people. you remember me? <laughs> <laughs> you ring the bell. <laughs> ring the bell. Watch, watch, watch my wrist action when I ring that. That's right. You I could just walk into Enterprise and fucking kill everybody there, oh, you sure, know, like no, I, in sales. I think I don't I mean would, kill everybody. Well, maybe you could I do think that I too. Would sooner, just <laughs> you just slap the manager. There's like a lot of things I'd sooner back. do than go back to work there. I'll just say that. <laughs> Leave it at that. Uh, yeah, but teaching was not by design. It was sort of just something that I kind of happened into. And well, you're good at it. Later, like we it. said, I love it. And yeah. if you love it, I mean, I don't know if you guys love your jobs. I. I know I've listened to you say you've had good jobs, bad jobs, working on big engines. You, you guys All over talked the place. about how you love. Like, but you, I'm sure you've both been in a situation at least where you did love what you were doing at that moment. And sure. And it doesn't feel like you're working. Oh, you forget? Yeah. 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 Sometimes yeah. teaching is that way for me. Yeah. I'm just hanging out with a bunch of kids and telling stories and... You know, but then I remember, oh, but I got to deal with parents. Parents are the worst, you know. Not all parents. Some parents are great, but... There's some parents who are just so... All the parents think that their kid is the best. 
know. Sure, and every kid does to some degree. Or like, what are you doing wrong that my kid's not passing? I'm like, well. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to just let your kid be who they are. Do you ever, do you ever get a do you ever get a parent that like you tell him like, well, he's kind of he's kind of slumping in this area, and the parents just like, well, fuck this kid. Yes, once. Really? Super funny. Once that so stands out. I was in. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but we do conferences is a cafeteria style where everybody's in the gymnasium and parents just come in and they kind of walk around to the to the teachers they want to talk to. Yeah, my dad never well, We did wouldn't that. have done okay. that. <laughs> Not once. You guys would have been there, sure. No. Okay, that's how it's done. Okay. So I had this parent come in one time and uh, his he was British, which I think was a big part of it. He's from London. His wife, I think, was American. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. No, it's all good. Because uh, I'm going to try my English accent here in a minute too. Uh, he sat down across from me. His daughter was doing terribly in my class. And it's a really difficult dance as a teacher to try and tell a parent, your kid is doing shit work. Your kid is not working. Your kid is not getting this. You know, they're, they're misbehaving. mental capacity. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, but you also still want to keep it positive. Yeah. Right? Um, so I told this parent, and the, and the mom is sitting there. I said, yeah, she's just not doing well, this and that and the other. And the dad, whose hand, I should add, was permanently curled in a pint shape. Oh, like good. He, he had a hand that looked like a Lego hand. <laughs> okay. Like that things like snap broken? in. and it Like was one a, of those? It was, n- no, not quite, but like this. The other way? Like, you know how Legos, their hands yeah, are yeah. like this on little Lego mini yeah, yeah. So you can snap in stuff. Yeah. So I think this guy had a pint glass that snapped into his hand because it just sat like this. All the time. Yeah. I wish this was video, but people can imagine. How we'll did Lego never have like a beer that just snapped into one of those guys' hands? Right? <laughs> they, they, have they, got a, they got a little wine glass. Yeah, they do have that. Yeah. yeah you know, or, or a Stein, if you will. But this guy sitting there across from me, his wife is kind of being really apologetic. Oh, yes. Well, I think it's because she she struggles with comprehension and she struggles with her this and that and the other. And the dad like interrupts his wife and goes, it's because she's fucking lazy. And I was just like going, uh, and then they proceeded to have this big argument in front of Where me. Where do I take this? I'm going right? to let this one. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of eased off a little bit and she was like, no, don't you? Uh, they, she started and he's, uh, it's but no, don't you say she that. comes home, she goes into a room, she gets on a phone and does fuck all, you know, and I'm just sitting there going, oh boy. And that was the one time because he was so adamant that look, this isn't on you, Mr. Armstrong, Yeah. which I was kind of happy to. Have a Somebody's on your side. A lot of times they're looking for somewhere to cast the blame anywhere but on their kid. You so got an angry British pint, pint glass guy yeah, on your and side. And then he starts going on, and I'm just like sitting back the watching the show. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty like, funny. <laughs> but but that was the one time I can remember where someone just came right out and said that. Yeah. Yeah, very entertaining. That's great. That's yeah. great. Classic stuff. It is wild when people do that kind of stuff. Like It happens to me all the time. Like when uh, you know, I work in an auto body shop. I'm an auto body estimator. So, um, it's always like the guy will come up and like, well, I'll be, he has to show me what's wrong with the car, right? Right. Like, okay. What happened? You know, how this happens. So I can get an idea of like, you know, what angle it was hit at all this, you know, jazz. And, uh, they'll be like, oh, you know, my stupid wife just, uh, crashed this thing into a pole in a parking garage and like, she'll be sitting in the passenger seat, like right there like with the window open i'm like come on man <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> why why are you like this <laughs> but, uh, i could only imagine there's probably um uh, i i would feel like it'd be more parents 
but I guess I don't know. There's probably a lot of parents that just don't go to conferences like that. They probably a t- feel yeah, that way. <laughs> yeah, there's some parents I that I've never met for sure. Yeah, they just most of them that come are very supportive, and I I should be careful in saying that because, like I said, that was kind of an isolated incident. It was crazy, but most parents are super friendly, super supportive. That's one of the things I like about here is because it's a small town. I think sort of a small community. Yeah, uh, people are pretty friendly to me as a teacher. Generally. Like, welcomed into the community, even though I don't actually live here. I've never felt, like, do they know with parents. Do they know you're an outsider? I think some of them do, yeah. Because Do you kid, have all the... the, the do you want those? Do you have uh, all the... Uh, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, all the credentials to be from the Valley, if you were to be from the Valley? <laughs> I'm pretty okay, sure I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Let's run through the checklist. <laughs> okay. Uh, how many trucks do you own? Uh... Zero. Okay, that's a strike one, right? Okay. I used to have a truck once upon a time. Okay. Does that count? Uh, no, it was a Ford Ranger. Have well, at least two. <laughs> so uh, give him like quarter credit on that. <laughs> give him quarter credit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep track of credits over here. Uh, do you have any fake teeth? No, but I have, well, I have a crown. Mm, uh, another quarter for that. Part, part of a fake tooth. Quarter of a tooth. Yeah. Yeah. Give him half credit for that. Half credit for that. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> now I know how some of my students feel. <laughs> Well, I, I don't even remember the rest of the... Uh, uh, you got to have like X amount of guns. All kinds of wild yeah, you gotta stuff. It always guns? changes. I'm <laughs> um, good there. Okay. Yeah. Can I get um, extra credit for extras? Sure, man. Sure. <laughs> okay, give me an extra credit point there. Get me back okay. into the positive. All right. Here we go. Um, what else was there? Oh, I think one of them was you, you have had to at least at one point own a dirt bike. Yep. Okay. Check. He's doing well. All right. You're, you're well. coming back up. All right. There was one other one that was a wild one. I can't remember it. You always like to throw alcoholic in there. Oh, which yeah. Is, which is not a very, that's not a fun alcohol topic. problem. <laughs> I don't think I do. Ah. I don't, <laughs> that's how we all feel, I man. Yeah. No, I, I'm kidding. No, I, I don't think I qualify for that. I don't like need it to live. I just like get drunk. <laughs> well put. <laughs> Uh, let's see so all right well um so what what does a normal day look like for you man when you go home like what do you do do you just like watch some tv do you make dinner like uh not much of a cook okay i can barbecue a little bit but i never really got into cooking we'll give you a point for that um but i i'm kind of a weird mix of interests uh i like to when I can get away and go fish or something. I play soccer still, old man soccer. Really? Cool. I played in college and high school and stuff. And, and so I still do that a couple nights a week to stay in shape. Uh, I like to read a lot. I'm an avid reader, which I think kind of have to be as a teacher to some degree. Do you read like nonfiction stuff or like, I'll read anything just just about except like, I don't like romance or anything like that, but I like a lot. Actually been on a big kick lately of reading apocalyptic stuff, like end of world, like zombie apocalypse, diseases. Before there were, you know, before COVID. So end of days, check, Fabio. Yeah. No. No Fabio. Unless Fabio dies in the novel very early on, then I'm okay with it. (laughs) Acceptable. Um, (laughs) Can we keep his hair? Sure. We preserve the hair. Yeah. <laughs> at all costs. Uh, and lately I've been going to, um, I recently joined a range uh, in Woodenville. Yeah, golf range or a shooting range? A shooting range. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've been doing a lot more shooting. Oh, I'm trying to fun. think uh, which one that is. I've been there before. It's, it's kind of new. 
oh. right off of, uh, I don't know the name of the road, but you see it if you drive on the 522. It's kind of nice big called Security. I don't want to advertise for somebody. Right, I don't know yeah, how you, you guys feel about that. But you're not a shill. <laughs> yeah, but um, we advertise. We advertise Coors Light all the time. There you go. So <laughs> I, uh, we're still we're still waiting. We're yeah. waiting for that check. <laughs> I like to go there and shoot some targets. Okay, uh, it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. You know? uh, so what, uh, some weird stuff that I like that some people are like. Wait, you fish? You do this? You do athletics? But you read? And of course, I don't know if you guys remember, but I'm a total nerd. I uh, used to have the game club, still have the game club. Okay. We play board games and miniature games, all sorts of weird stuff do, like that. Do you, do you guys still play Diplomacy? Uh, no, I wish. Damn it. I'm I so wish. sad by that. Yes, I wish. Uh, that was one of the most fun things to do. <laughs> Kids got either so into it or yeah. got so bent out of shape about it. <laughs> but <laughs> we stopped doing it a few years ago just because it took two weeks Yeah. Of valuable curriculum so time. I've been playing valuable like, really player. valuable I've been like, playing a game like it on my phone okay lately sure. it's called 1914 or something uh-huh. sure <laughs> like, it's I actually airplane I actually it's like a reinvented it. version of airplane what was airplane it's the same thing well you, you gotta fly to the different place and get the place okay sort same of. idea yeah. okay Fair but like the reason I I found it is I thought of playing this game one time in your class uh-huh. and I was just like Man, that game was really fun, man. I, I, and I get on my phone, I get on the app store, I type in Diplomacy. It was the first thing that came up. Right. It was this 1914 game. I've been conquering Russia, like, over and over again. Give them hell. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve it. <laughs> they do. You know, they're, they're being rascals right now. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're up to no good. <laughs> well, that was the cool thing about uh, Diplomacy was you get some kid in a class yeah. who might be the worst student in the room in terms of like their attention or whatever, their buy-in, but you get them into diplomacy and suddenly they're like in the zone. Dude, they're a tactical mastermind. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Because that's the thing is you never know. (laughs) Like there's a kid who can be totally quiet and not into doing homework the traditional way or whatever, but you give a kid a different way to do stuff, a different way to show what they've got. And that's what, playing diplomacy did and i wish i could still do it but i don't think the district's too keen on yeah. me taking you're like how did this class. guy just conquer the world playing as italy dude what happened right, like, yeah. <laughs> nobody ever won playing as italy you're crazy <laughs> nobody can do that it's impossible i know because i played italy <laughs> what have you noticed uh in your years of the quote-unquote curriculum changing like what 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 did you used to be able to do other than diplomacy obviously sure but what is something that is like a regular thing that is no longer? Well, in education, there's always the new uh, the new thing. There always seems to be something new. And so every couple years, we've got to switch from doing things one way. And, oh, now we want to focus on this. And so we kind of all revamp our curriculum. And then two or three years later, they do it again. It's kind of the, the newest idea on the block. And I couldn't even tell you a specific one. It doesn't happen as badly in social studies, though. I can say that. Well, it can't. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, right? Yeah. You can deliver it differently. You know, the days of a teacher just standing up in front of the room um, and just lecturing, those days are gone. Yeah. Um, well, your delivery was great. That's well, and that's, that's what kills what me because that's, that's yeah. you know, I hate to admit it, but that's my strength. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, 
I think it's a trench coat. Call it a day. Yeah. Right. Oh, ouch. Uh, I think it's changed a lot more in math and language arts because they have a lot more like state requirements and testing and stuff they have to do. Yeah. So social studies teachers kind of get left alone, which is nice. They have a little more autonomy. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, you kind of touched on a subject there that you like going shooting. Yeah. Do you mind like what I ask, like what kind of gun do you shoot? Uh, a couple I've got, um, I've got a, uh, Springfield Armory XD mod, nine millimeter, cool. just for shooting paper, cool. uh, silhouettes and stuff. <laughs> um, I've got a, a little Ruger SR22 that I use to shoot critters. Uh, it's also a little semi-automatic. Those are good guns. And then I've got a really a, a, a few really old guns that I had from a kid because I used to hunt. Yeah. Mostly varmints and bird. Never really did much big game. It's um, hard. But I have a lever action Browning 22 that I think. Whoa. <laughs> I think is a uh, an antique now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then, uh, and I've got a couple shotguns. Uh, uh, just, I'm so jealous. Pump yeah. action. This is the only thing I don't have is a lever action gun. Dude. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's the one. You know, cowboy. So you got a I lever action. <laughs> yeah, I want one of those. Like, you know, like. I mean, you got the boots. You need the gun. Yeah. Come on yeah. now. <laughs> Well, and lever action guns, I, I haven't like pricing because I'm not in the market for guns or anything like that, but I think yeah. they're pretty expensive yeah. these days. Way really? expensive. Yeah. I mean. That's why I buy all mine used. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody took good care of it, it's like buying a used car. The It'll last, work just fine. Last gun I bought is my last, my latest hunting rifle. It's a pump action 30-06. Okay. Which is kind of Pump cool. action 30-06. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's that's bitching. bizarre. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. When you're shooting a rifle, you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. But, uh, yeah, I bought it at the Fall City store over there. It was like 350 bucks uh-huh. for, like, a hunting rifle. It's, I guess it's really not that much. But, sure. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, I kind of like, like, used guns. I think yeah. they're kind of cool. You know? I got no problems with that. I grew up with guns on a ranch. and In fact, one of my favorite jobs was... Probably from the time I was about 10 years old until I left for college, uh, several of the ranchers in the area, a lot of people had stock, mm-hmm. mostly cattle, some sheep, uh, a lot of people had horses. And so there's ground squirrels. That's what we called them there. I guess they're just gophers. But in the fields. You got they, dang old ground squirrels yeah, over here. Oh, but the cool thing was. Prairie dogs. Like, like how much fun is it to go out? Yeah, prairie dogs yeah. in some place, sure. Uh, but the problem was for ranchers is they dig their holes in their warrens. And it kind of destabilizes the ground. And then when their stock walks across, it can collapse them and they can break a leg. And if you've got an expensive horse or something, it breaks a leg. It's glue. You might have to kill the horse. Exactly. Even, even yeah. a cow is worth a lot of money. Yep. Like one cow. So they would pay me and a couple of buddies I had to just spend the entire day, like during the summer, just walking their fields, shooting them. Cool. But we couldn't just shoot them. We also had to, you know, we get paid them. like five bucks per per corpse that we brought in so you had the best job ever it was a pretty sweet job i'm (laughs) not gonna lie we would just walk up and down the the ranches including our own and just with a like a bucket you know and and thousand rounds you're over here talking about enterprise rent a car and you did that before (laughs) yeah that's not you can't raise a family on ground squirrels (laughs) depends on the family i mean you can feed them but there's not much meat on them sustenance dude (laughs) that's the ultimate sustenance living ground squirrels good lord you still cook them up it'll be fine yeah 
tastes like chicken. Dude, people eat all kinds of wild shit, dude. <laughs> Think about it. That they do. <laughs> yeah, I remember when we went, you went hunting, we went camping. Yes, but <laughs> I went hunting. Yeah. <laughs> These guys accompanied me. <laughs> yeah, there's four of us all together, and we all went up to the spot, and then they took off in the morning to go hunting, and me and my buddy sat at the campsite and drank beers all day. Yeah. And me and uh, Rick sat in a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, we woke up to four inches of snow, which was wild. But yeah, we just sat there, made a fire, and drank beer all day. It was great. But he brought home uh, a grouse. I'd never had a grouse before. My uh-huh. goodness, that's a tasty That's little good, unit. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. God, it's been a long time. That's I like so grouse. Good. I like pheasant. Mm. Mm. Uh, Game birds. Chucker. Yes. Yep. Delightful. That's good stuff. wasn't wasn't as sold on goose or duck. Yeah, I like duck sure eggs. Kind of greasy. I like duck I mean, eggs, but I've never had a duck egg. I don't think. Uh, a friend of mine makes really good duck. Uh, he does fried duck and duck soup, and they're really good. Yeah, I'd try anything once. I'm gonna. I'll let him know because uh, he'd be stoked to know that we ha- we had you on the show. Is it someone I would know? Uh, it, it's fr- somebody from my grade. Okay. So maybe they'd know who I was. Maybe. Oh, they definitely know who you were. Okay. Yeah. Not gonna pee in the soup. No. Okay. Good. No. No. I've 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 mentioned I I was very light on telling people that we were having you on, Uh and like a couple people were like, "Yeah, I never had him as a teacher." I'm like, "What? How's that even?" I mean, obviously you don't get to pick your schedule. Sure. But I was like, "That's crazy. You you never knew Mr. Armstrong. You never had him as a teacher. You have no idea what you missed." I mean that too. Well, that's nice of you to say. I'm blushing over here. Stop it. (laughs) Stop stop. it. Oh, stop. (laughs) I'll stop after you stop. I can't stop. Um, God, all day today at work, I was thinking about, well, I'm going to ask him about this thing, and now it's fucking... It's all gone? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know what makes you lose your memory so bad, but I'll figure it out, and I'll tell you. If you can remember, yeah. I thought you said you wrote down your list. You know, write it. Down. I used to. Used to. Yeah, I used to. You and then you put the list. One of our episodes, I wrote down a list of questions for somebody else that I had scheduled, and I mixed up the schedule. Okay. And I was like, "Well, I can't ask this person all these questions. It doesn't make any sense." So mm-hmm. I just winged it. And since then, we just wing it. That's best stuff. Yeah. And it's I think natural. It, I think it's a little. Yeah, it's more yeah. close to like. What we actually do here is just sure. bullshit about nothing. Shoot the shit. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Uh, like, I don't know. We have we have common reoccurring questions like, what was your first car? First car? Yeah. That was mine or that I drove? Both. Both. Okay, first car that I drove was uh, old Chevy Silverado. Cool. Yep, very square. It was yellow. Um, so, and I hated driving it because in the wintertime we put our plow on it, mm. uh, which meant that when it snowed, which it did a lot where I grew up, you were busy. <laughs> I had to get up like an hour earlier than normal to plow my ass out to the highway mm-hmm. so that then my dad could go to the cafe. Cause mm-hmm. that's what he did about a half hour after I left. So he'd go to have breakfast in town at the silver dollar cafe in Bellevue, Idaho. But if Dude, I have a silver dollar out, saloon in where my dad lives. Yeah, there's probably a silver dollar everywhere. It might even be the same people. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, there's a silver dollar. It's a giant here. Central Idaho franchise. It's the only bar I've seen in modern day that you could still smoke in. 
That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. I got no, no, tangent. you're good. Uh, <laughs> so drove that. That was that was my first ever vehicle I drove, and of course I drove that when I was 14. Yeah, naturally. Because in Idaho, that's when you got your license. Oh, really? Yep. Interesting. Yeah, it was called a daylight license. And so you had from a half hour before sunrise to a half hour after sunset to drive. And I think sort of the origin of it was that kids could then help with farm stuff. stuff. Yeah, Yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, But where I lived, there weren't that many, there weren't a lot of farms. There were ranches, but there weren't a lot of farms. I bet there's a lot of, a lot of, a, a lot of, a lot better drivers over there. I like to think so. Yeah. Although I've gotten in a couple. Compared uh, to here, at least. Bender, bender. Oh, yeah. They they fly down those roads yeah. out there in the middle of nowhere, Idaho. Oh, man. Like, my dad goes down White Bird Pass, like where he lives, dude. And he goes down this thing at, like, 80. And it's it's like a 70% grade. Oof. It's it's terrifying riding with him. And he's just, like, yeah, he's, he's just like having a conversation with me. Like, yeah, you know, okay, so cool. when we get back, do you want to you know, make some burgers or something? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. Holding the ocean. And he'll like, he'll, like, pass people on the left. And I'm like, what are you doing, <laughs> you psychopath? <laughs> it's just, it's like every day for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dad used to measure distances in beers when I was a kid. <laughs> we went anywhere. I like uh, your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he would uh, we'd we'd be going somewhere. He'd stop at the you know, the liquor store slash gas station slash bait shop slash video store slash donut place slash Chinese. I like this place. store. That's a good store. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of stores you had in small towns. Ten out of ten, had to do good store. Right. Yeah. Oh, and it also was the post office probably. <laughs> ten out of ten would go but, there. Yeah. The and mayor he would also just lives stop there. In there, and he'd go in and he'd get himself a couple packs of cigarettes and and a six pack of Bud. Classic Budweiser, and, mm-hmm. and then he would it. measure the distance between where we were, where we were, and where we were going, and how many beers. That's a three beer drive. That's fine. Yeah, but it was it was pretty terrible actually when I think about it because <laughs> not only was he drinking and driving, but he <laughs> when he was done, he would just toss the can out the window naturally. You know, because it was the seventies back in the day. Yeah, you know, that'll decompose in a couple weeks. Yeah, it'd be fine. <laughs> uh, uh, you ever been arrested? Oh no! Sorry, we were, that was uh, not what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, your first car. Well, your that's first right. Car. Talking about incriminating. Sorry, I was trying to steer us back on the course. Pardon the <laughs> pun. Uh, Simmer down. First, first, so my actual first car was I bought an old Bronco. Sweet, like Bronco. a OJ Bronco, or the one before. Uh, I don't know what year the OJ Broncos were made. Did this you was just probably feel... a late seventies Bronco? Well, no, it was probably a, a early eighties Bronco, full size. Yeah. Did you feel compelled to just floor it to the Canadian border, see if you could make it? Nope. Okay. Nope. Do isotoners Never. fit on you? Nope. Okay. Nope. Never wore right. isotoner gloves. Coffee. The glove does yeah. not fit. You must have quit. You know, funny story. Uh, I lived in Southern California when that all went down. Yeah. And he was driving up I-5. Yeah. And my girlfriend then, now wife, was stuck in traffic behind O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Because no she was shit. coming up from San Diego, where she lived at the time. And I was working for my dad still in Los Angeles at the time. And I was watching this just, you know, mesmerized on the TV. Because they had, you know, the police helicopter flying above. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and Al Cowling's cruising along at like 40 miles an hour. You know, but they had just this giant wedge of police cars. Half a mile in front of him, getting everybody off the freeway. And another wedge behind him, you know, just in a slow speed pursuit. 
and my wife uh when she finally arrived i guess she hadn't tuned into the radio and there was no indication on the road it was just really unusually slow yeah so she got there and she was in a mood and just she, going just, on she, and she like, just got caught in traffic she's like ah, it's all here's right. what happened check this out and then so she's watching she's like oh, it could only been about a half hour behind him so i'm glad you weren't you know right up there with him yeah but, yeah she's probably not the biggest fan of oj i'm guessing it's probably fair to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, OJ kept her from seeing me a half hour earlier. How dare he? For what that's worth, which ain't a lot. Well, that could have been that could have been the half hour that made it. Damn it, OJ! That's Butterfly true. effect. He could have been not my who teacher. Knows what could have changed? That exactly. Yeah, it could have changed all of the space time continuum, dude. Who knows? You bet it could have. <laughs> oh, it's getting deep in here now. What's your What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Oh, hold on. No, it's another two-parter, okay. I suppose. Okay. Uh, your favorite movie, and this actually could be one or two-part. Uh, your favorite movie and the movie you've seen the mo- the most amount of times. Well, the second one's easy because I'm a teacher. Oh. And so, how many times have you seen Old Yeller? <laughs> you still watch uh, Saving but, Private Ryan? Uh, that was not my class because I didn't teach U.S. Oh. history. But Come what, on, Josh, keep I'm it. I'm sorry, What man. I have shown I probably. Uh, and I've seen it 60, 70 times because sometimes I'm showing it to three classes in the same day, right? Okay. Uh, Last Samurai. What? That the Last good, Samurai with, movie, with Tom Cruise. What? Okay. Have you seen that one? That's yeah. A, that's a fantastic film. It's a really good movie. Yeah, I like the movie, movie, so I'm never <laughs> disappointed, but I always show it at the same point in my class when we're talking about sort of the rise of of Japan into the modern world and all that kind of stuff and how the samurai resisted. And there was a, actually a series of wars. The movie is kind of inaccurate and in that it's portrays it as if it's all this one event, but it was actually a series of samurai rebellions. You fit it all into a couple hours. So. Right. Exactly. Hollywood's got to mash it all in there yeah. and put it all in different order. And the actual guy it's based on wasn't even American. He was French. And do you, do you like war movies or I do? I love them. Because, but I have to also kind of take off my teacher hat when I watch them, sometimes. right? Because they're not going to be because otherwise I can be super critical. Oh, they didn't fly that kind of plane, and, you know? Like, <laughs> just I, I have to like stop myself from that. Just enjoy it for what it is, and so that's what I do with Last Samurai. Did you it watch the, did, the purpose though? Did you watch the uh, the the redo redo of the, uh, Apocalypse Now? Oh yeah, yeah. You oh, like yeah. it? Apocalypse Now is a bizarre movie. It is. Did you like it's the original cut or Dude, the Charlie 45 was... <laughs> minutes longer cut? Uh, I don't even remember there being that much a difference because every time I've seen it, and I know I've seen them both, it's just such a trip Yeah, watching that whole movie. And there, and it's weird because even now, and I, even, I haven't seen it probably in, since Redo. Was that 20 years ago, 15 years ago, something like that? Oh, I don't it's know. It's been a while. I had no idea. Um, it just came on Netflix, and I'm like, I've but, never heard of this. Yeah, I, I watched them both, but I couldn't tell you which was in which. I just remember the weird scenes, like the guys with the tiger on the riverbank, mm-hmm. and, and you know when they finally find the general, and he's got his face painted, he's in the dark, Marlon Brando and all that stuff. And, yeah. And, of course, the f- most famous scene, Charlie Don't Surf. Yeah. They come in in the helicopter. Yeah. Playing, I love the smell of napalm in the yeah, morning. Playing Wagner, Ride of the Valkyries, and they come in to surf. It's yeah. like, what is going on right now? That was a really, I think, really well filmed, or really well, yeah, really well filmed scene. Because Absolutely. It's like the, the general, 
He doesn't flinch at anything. Right. He doesn't care. Yeah, guys are getting shot off their surfboards, and he's just like taking off his shirt and stretching. And Get I love this it. man some shorts. Yep. It's just so bizarre. And everybody did a great job in the film. Yeah. Especially know, Michael Keaton. Stop. I'm sorry. Michael Keaton. Oh, I think I, I think I saw that or listened to that episode. Oh, a couple Keaton. episodes. Yeah. Wait, which guy's that? Which movie is he in? Would you say that's your favorite uh, war movie? No. I don't think so. Which one's yours? Uh, I'm pretty partial to Saving Private Ryan is just... That's it's really a great good. film, regardless. Yeah, top to bottom, front to back. Yeah, it still gets me. It's it's rewatchable. I will not ever forget. I went and saw Saving Private Ryan in the theater, and I don't know if you guys are old enough to have done that, but seeing it in the theater, and there were some World War II vets in the theater. Oh, and they right. leave. Who at the end of the movie were just sitting there crying. Yeah, and it was it was too real. It was yeah. It was it was really impactful for me as a young man because i don't know that came out in you know the early 2000s i want to say um and you know i was a teacher and whatnot but watching that and then turn around and seeing the reaction of these old guys who'd been there done that yeah and that they go on opening all day kinds of broke i don't think i was their opening day no. oh but they were all kinds of broken up about it and uh i mean it still kind of gives me a little lump in my throat it's hard to watch, um, honestly. Some yeah, it is. It. Yeah, and, like they did a great job at portraying the horrors of war. Yep. You know? Yeah, it is. It is. There's Fantastic nothing heroic film. about it, man. It is terrible. Um, I'm partial to Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, in this Stanley house, Kubrick. <laughs> yeah. we love. Full okay. Well, it's yeah. I think pop it's, question. Who's waiting at the crossroads? What? Who's waiting at the crossroads? Oh, I don't remember. I've been watching Daffy Duck with an M60. <laughs> That's in the movie. Yeah. Oh, and they're panning across everybody. <laughs> it's it's just it's some random scene in there that's like a it was a trivia question I got right one time at this bar in Redmond on trivia night. But there there's a there's a line in there that Daffy Duck or maybe it's Donald Duck, one of the two is waiting at the crossroads with an M sixty or something like that. And like it's when I haven't the seen drill it. instructors yelling at I'm the actually probably do. Like I haven't that. seen it in over a month. Yeah. <laughs> in over a month. Yeah. I think I have the right movie. Uh, uh but my favorite movie. Uh, without a doubt, you're, it actually made me think of Braveheart. Braveheart? Ooh, Fucking little Melly Mel? Braveheart. Dude, Hell we, yeah. fucks with, we, we fucks with Mel. Dude, Patriot, also a great movie. Yeah, Patriot's Patriot. all right, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Melly Mel. Take the, take the history head off for a second. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah. Bra- Bra- both both, <laughs> both of them. Both movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Braveheart. Uh, I, funny, I went and saw Braveheart pretty close to opening day. And at that point in time, I lived in San Diego and I went with my buddy, Tony and my buddy, Tony was a college football player mm-hmm. uh, and a professional football player. He was an offensive. Is his lineman. last name Roma. No, okay. <laughs> he, 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 let me finish. He was an offensive lineman. Okay. <laughs> Very much. Not Tony Roma. Okay. Tony Roma. <laughs> uh, but he played for San Diego state um, and I'd become good friends with him. And then he was drafted or maybe given a tryout or whatever with the Colts. I think it was, Kind of never really caught on, you know, bounced off and on the practice squad and stuff. So we're talking a big dude, a tough dude. He's yeah. 280, you know, 6'3", like 280. Yeah, big dude. <laughs> built like a brick shit house. And we went to this big theater in San Diego, just the two of us. One afternoon, we had time, so we just went and saw this movie we'd heard so much about called Braveheart. And we're sitting in this giant theater, and there weren't that many people there. And we watched the movie, and... The end credits happen, you know, and there's that whole scene, spoiler alert, when they are 
hanging, drawing, and quartering William Wallace. And mm-hmm. then he looks out and he sees the love of his life, Marin's ghost, like walking through the crowd. Mm-hmm. And one last time he yells freedom. And then the axe comes down in slow motion and you see him drop the handkerchief mm-hmm. that she made for him when they were kids, right? Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. And then they play the credits, you know, and, and the music is playing. The music's kind of haunting and beautiful music. And the lights come up. And I'm staring at the screen, and I I kind of glance at Tony like this out of side eye, and he kind of glanced at me, said, "Cause we're both bawling," yeah. <laughs> and neither of us wanted to like make eye contact with each other. I'm so we sat there for like five minutes watching the credits as as the music played, just I'm like trying, trying to collect ourselves, just like and doing each other the dignity of not looking. So but that we could both deny it later. Like, let's just sit through this. Let's yeah. get through this. It's I got something fine. in my eye. <laughs> gave us both plausible deny. But I didn't cry. You never saw me cry. You're right. I never saw you cry. No. You're not wrong. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But that movie always, it still gets me. Love the movie. Yeah. Great movie. Good stuff. Good That's stuff. a good choice. Braveheart. Yeah. And I'm Scottish. So, you know, well, at least I'm like Sprinkle one, that one in. 16th Scottish or something. So I've got the, the blood of warriors in me. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know where, what to do to get it out. How are you Scottish and have a Russian cousin, dude? <laughs> he's not my cousin he just looks exactly like me it has almost the same name <laughs> and almost almost the same name uh i don't think armstrongovich will be able to make it anymore no with what's going he's on in, in russia he's in poor taste right now <laughs> i think armstrongovich had better keep his ass in russia I, uh, he shows up and starts yelling at kids in my modern world yeah. class. That, I don't think that goes well. Dude, that will go over like a fart in church. <laughs> like, um, I, uh, recently, before all that happened, uh, you know, I'd gotten drunk and I'd gotten on the Amazon. Always a great choice. And uh, I had bought this hat, right? One of those big furry hats, right? Yep. And it literally has like, the hammer sickle yeah. like on the forehead there. Yep. And like it was like probably two weeks later this shit started happening I'm oh like, boy good time better retire this thing <laughs> yeah that uh yeah that whole armstrongovich thing i mean he, he's real you know let yeah. let there be no mistake about that he's, he's a, a real dude. person yeah. we are not the same person <laughs> i proved it one year at graduation when when he introduced me i was a graduation speaker years ago he introduced me, and I was stuck in traffic, so he gave half of my speech. And then uh, when I arrived, I took over for him, and it was, you know, and people were in shock. They're like, everybody thought it was the same person. Everybody thought it was me playing some sort of character. Yeah, Didn't realize he's a real person. He's your so. doppelganger. He is my doppelganger, my Russian doppelganger. This yeah. might be a, a testament to how fucked up I was in high school, but I saw this, uh, this get up, and I heard the accent. I'm like... Who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> you know? I remember that. It was like, when first show, it was like Halloween, right? It's always Mostly. Roughly Halloween. Roughly Halloween, yes. Roughly. Well, and he makes an well, annual pilgrimage. When you say annual, it's, yeah, it's because I always wanted to spend Halloween with my kids, so he does me a solid. He flies over from Siberia <laughs> it makes to sense. watch my class for a day, and then flies know. home. If you do it on Halloween specifically, it kind of sounds like a costume. It does, but don't believe the hype. Okay. Yeah, seriously. It's legit. Come on, that's fake yeah. news, dude. Come on. What are you fake, doing? Absolutely fake news. <laughs> that's fake news. Yeah. Fake news. Ru- Russian state Wrong. television news. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Cruz is ugly. <laughs> Sorry. Stop. I can't. Every time I think of his dumb voice, I think of that <laughs> fucking kid. <laughs> 
<laughs> Another comedian, Shane Gillis. We watch him over and over all the time. <laughs> and he's got this whole thing on Trump. It's fantastic. Sorry. No worries. I love a good comedian. I made it. I'll send it to you. Please uh, I looked Always forward for to, uh, <laughs> to seeing Armstrongovich, you know, late October every year. That was, <laughs> well, that was great. <laughs> you could look forward to seeing him in a POW camp soon in Ukraine, possibly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? He's on rough times. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, he's not here. Uh, maybe he just defected, you know. <laughs> maybe. Doesn't strike me as the kind of guy to do that. He's pretty hardcore. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was he a man was, of conviction. He was a throwback yeah. to the classic days, <laughs> yeah. the old Soviet Union. The Kalashnikovs. Yeah, it's such a sweet jacket, dude. It's a duster. <laughs> it's not a duster, dude. A duster. You don't know what a duster is. A, a duster is something a cowboy wears. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a, like a long. Well, yeah, it's long, but that doesn't make anything. <laughs> not long all long jackets duster. are dusters. It's a duster. <laughs> He's a Russian cowboy. Should all get dusters. Right. A Russian cowboy. The cowboy of the Red Army, dude. <laughs> There's plenty of ca- when I was a actually brand of a hammer and a sickle on their horse. You know, it's pretty funny actually. They loved cowboys in the Soviet Union when I was there. I believe because I was there in '91, and we went to a bar uh, in Leningrad, which for those of you who are under the age of about 40, Saint Petersburg, because that's what they call it now. But in the Soviet era, it was Leningrad, and we went into this bar one night. It was deep down this set of stairs, kind of in this industrial area. And there's about a dozen of us from our group that was there. And we went downstairs and we got into this bar, you know, going clubbing in Soviet Union to see what that in was like. Soviet see what the club scene is like in the Soviet <laughs> Union in 1991. Turns out it wasn't very good. Um, but the entire bar was the most over-the-top Western decorated. It was like a movie set. So like cool. the bar itself had about 20 seats and every seat was a saddle up against the bar. On the bar stools. There's like sawdust on the valley. There wasn't sawdust on the floor. That would have been the final straw. But they had framed pictures of that looked just basically like screen captures from from Western movies of of John Wayne, John Wayne Clint and Clint Eastwood <laughs> and Burt Lancaster and all these old like 60s and 70s like Hollywood cowboys. And the bartenders were wearing cowboy hats. <laughs> And all the decor, like how they are had, you doing over there, cowboy? Right, <laughs> come here, cowboy. Yeehaw, cowboy. <laughs> and uh, and the it was so bizarre to, to go in there because then they're playing like '80s techno. Oh yeah! <laughs> so everything up on the dance floor is like you know, it's Pet Shop Boys and stuff like that. But in a this Western, is starting to sound like a different kind of bar, dude. <laughs> it, it, no, don't what? go there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I ever tell you the story of who I danced with in that bar? Yeah, Please go on. Class. Do tell. <laughs> so they had on the dance floor, they had these big kind of glowing like acrylic boxes that were probably three feet by three feet and they had go-go dancers on them. Sounds very cool. 80s. So they're up, right? So they're up a few feet above the dance floor and they're just standing up. They're just like dancing by themselves wearing like white mini skirts and cowboy hats. And, and that's one, it. At one point, uh, another guy that I was on the Paul with, well, or the trip, I guess. Well, there's his name. Never mind. Paul. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry, Paul. I was going to give him a fake name. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. Paul. Uh, so Paul and I thought, let's go. Let's go up there and let's dance with one of those go-go dancers. Mm-hmm. Natural, and natural idea. In the box. Right? <laughs> and so we jump up on there, and we both managed it. But it's like I said, it's like three by three, so it's not really meant for three. Adult dancers on there, so we're basically. Oh no 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 no! Hold on, slow down. (laughs) One adult dancer and two drunk dudes. Fair enough. (laughs) It gets better. 
Uh, so we're you're a dancing, teacher, sir. You are not an adult dancer. <laughs> we're dancing with this woman, uh, basically putting her in the manwich. And we're just, you know, one of us is grinding from the front, one of us is grinding from behind, and, and our whole group is sitting at this table cracking up, looking at us, taking pictures with our old Kodak Ektars as pre- You gave them the, of the cameras, Roxbury right? really quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so everybody's enjoying it, and we think, oh, they're loving us, and so we're, woo, you know, just having yeah. a good time. And so at some point, like, the music stops, and it's break time, so she hops down. She never made eye contact with any of us. Like, both of us are up there. It was like we weren't even there. She just kept doing her thing. And so we're just up there, woo, you know. And she never broke her focus on her dance moves or anything like that. And then she hops These down. These fucking Americans. Yeah, well, the KGB was going to get not, her if she You're not did. far off. She <laughs> well, leaves. More like, these fucking Americans. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So we go over to our table where all the rest of our group is. They're all cracking up. And we're like, oh, you guys like that, huh? And they're like, oh, yeah, we like that. By the way, did you realize you're just dancing with a dude? Oh no! <laughs> and we're and Paul and I are both like, "There's no way that was a dude." Come on! And they're like, "Oh, we'll prove that was a dude." No. So a few minutes Please later, don't. he, she, they comes back from the break. Hops he, she, back they, up You there. could say it was a dude. It was. It, oh, it was definitely a dude. <laughs> a and so they're shoulders. pointing out to us, like, look at the size of her hands. Like, oh yeah, those are big hands for a woman. Like, look at the size of her knees. Like, those are pretty knobby knees for, you know, those aren't, those aren't smooth ladies. Is that bags. an Adam's apple? <laughs> right. Well, that was the clincher. Look at that jawline in Adam's apple. It's like, oh, yeah. That's Do you see the dude. five o'clock shadow? That is definitely a guy. What's that hanging so out we that skirt? <laughs> absolutely freaked on a Russian cross-dressing go-go dancer for like a half an hour. Fuck yeah. And my reaction was, exa- my reaction was, well. Eh. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, so when, like. when in the Russia, right? You know what happens in the Russia stays in the Russia. When you are in, in the, the motherland, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've actually made the mistake of telling that story to a few few of my classes, which <laughs> ironically hasn't come back parents. to bite me yet. So <laughs> some parents are like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Well, quite we a live scene. in a society now where everybody is okay with everybody. Sure, so absolutely. Yeah, dude, they probably think you're woke as hell now. You tell that story. <laughs> Woke as hell. Is that, a, is that a badge that you want? I would like to think that's what they would think. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think there's a lot of other things people might think when I tell that story. Like that I'm a dinosaur. Is there any kids in Duval that are like theys? Oh, yeah. At that age? Oh, yeah. I mean, there was like probably like five or six when I was in school. Yeah. And that's it. There's there's quite a few at school now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. It's It's just... You know, it is what it is. It's society is evolving, changing. Some people are okay with it. Some people aren't. But as a teacher, I don't care. Yeah. I All I care about is that you come to school you know, with a good attitude and want to learn, and it's all good with me. I think yeah. that probably comes and, with age, you know? I mean, I don't sure. Know. At least in our generation, dude. We, I, we I could be mean as rattlesnakes. I was talking oh, to yeah. my friend. Well, and I was, too, yeah. when I was a kid. I <laughs> said things, did things that, yeah. that if right. I did them now, I'd, I'd be so ashamed. But yeah. Part of it, I look back and go, I was young and stupid, you know? I don't remember I if it was Segura or uh, Burr, but one of them was like, could you imagine, and I know this is not quite the same thing, but it is, really, uh, could you imagine being racist full-time? That must be exhausting. That's a lot of work. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. Exhausting. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
What? No. It's just, wild. Think about going somewhere, you see a certain type of person and just being angry. No, that's Do you so want that? exhausting. Why would you want that? That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> too much work, too much hassle, too much just... I don't even get it. And I, I grew up in an era, like, I would go to my grandmother's house and my grandmother would say things like... Dude, you grew up in Idaho. <laughs> well, I grew up in Idaho. My grandmother was from Texas, so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Watch out. Uh, but she was the kindest little old Texan lady, but she was overtly racist when I was Like racist without knowing it? Yeah. yeah. Because it was just how it was. Yeah. We'd be watching a movie or and she'd say, she'd make some comment that I won't even say. Not not the worst kind of comment, but she'd just say something about like, you know, uh, a black athlete or something on the TV. But that's, uh, she'd say something that was completely inappropriate now. But she was sweet, and she had plenty of African American black friends. You know? Yeah, and they do that it anyway. The word that they use. It was just what it's how it was. Which yeah, it's so bizarre that we've come so far from that time. Because I look back at my grandmother; she was a sweetheart. She was a little old lady, but that's just how she was raised, and she didn't know that it was yeah offensive or wrong. Because in the time that she was raised, many people didn't think it was. Yeah, I had a you know, and that's hard that. for people to understand too. That we've come a long way, and and some people are just raised. You know, you can't help how you're raised. Right? My my grandmother, who just passed uh, not too long ago, she's uh, full Irish. So put that in your brain, Irish Catholic. Yeah. Put that in your brain, and she lived in Crossroads. She was uh, racist without knowing it. Yeah, I believe and she it. was wonderful. Yep. It's grandma, entirely possible. My grandma was the same way, dude. We yeah. go to like Denny's or something, you know, you have a waiter of uh, another race. We'll just say that. Yeah. You know, and they just any, feel, any yeah, other race? And they just be like, wow, look at that nice little blankety blank boy. Right. And why do you <laughs> have like, to make that distinction, Grandma? Like, grandma, why? Why yeah. would you do like we're in public? What are you doing? Right. <laughs> and they're like, What? What? <laughs> they get mad at you for being like, What? What's your problem? <laughs> right. Why can't that just be the the server? Just the guy that helped yeah, us. The, he was the nice. guy who seated <laughs> yeah, us. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's what's changed about things. The like, employee. It's okay now to just say the person, the you yeah. know, the 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 employee, the helper, whatever. Yeah. But you don't have to qualify everybody. But I think that which forty is, years wh- ago, that everybody did. Kinda, it does fuck with me. The only way that it fucks with me now is I was it was beaten into my brain to yes sir, yes ma'am all mm. the time. For stuff. everything, <laughs> and now that's out the fucking window. Mm. I still Which I mean, who cares? Like that's sad. It. I mean, like now I'm just like, hey, person. <laughs> I still say, like, hey, dumbass. <laughs> I mean, I've I've been caught. You know, like fuck stick is is it is it is it non uh, <laughs> non what do you, what do you it's call non-binary. it? Non binary non binary term. <laughs> fuck stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call him anything. Ass hat. I shouldn't say that. That's, that's rude. Listen here, you fucking stupid child bear. <laughs> no, that's the new thing now is... Uh, birthing person. Birthing person. Oh. Funny. Just today in my class, we talked about things that we love and hate. Had nothing to do with social studies, by the way. <laughs> Gotta take a break every once in a while. My biggest love is... Those were the best moments of your Lazy class. rivers. Oh, I think the po- the, the- lazy rivers are mankind's... Pinnacle of achievement in my mind. <laughs> this is the height of luxury to sit in a tube <laughs> in a hot place like Vegas and just float around and about every third lap, like paddle your ass over to the bar. Yeah. You know, and just keep flo- love 
some lazy river. Like, I need another margarita. And then kids are like, okay, Armstrong, that's cool. We get it. But what's the worst thing? I said, gender reveal parties. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. Gender reveal party. Hard agree. Need to just stop. Okay, that's a giant <laughs> festival for something that you're later on going yeah. to be genderless. Have you right. seen the videos of like the ones yeah, I didn't where you think of it that way? But yeah, yeah. Just the come on, you already had a baby shower, isn't that enough? Haven't you celebrated enough? And just and yeah. also like, you probably already know. Yeah. Have you seen the ones of like the like the ones where you can tell it's an honest reaction and like they shoot off the cannon or firework or whatever and it's either blue or pink or whatever and uh, like the dad doesn't know. And it shoots off pink, and he's just like, "Fuck!" I think there was one of those pretty recently on on social media. I don't have social media, but I don't either. My kids told me about yeah, like, it. That the dad and it was like, "Oh, those poor daughters," because it was a guy who already had like two little girls or three little girls, and he was just like another little girl. Like, "Oh, uh, sorry, honey, I didn't mean that about you." Yeah, uh, enough with the gender reveal parties, people. Just yeah, it's obnoxious. Love it regardless. However, cares. however, those cannons that shoot out the stuff there's this uh couple that i follow on social media that like surprise each other with just confetti cannons okay and they do this purely for fun sure just confetti when you're least expecting it and i love that shit (laughs) that is uh that's like paintball without the hurtiness sure have you ever opened one of those it still kind of sucks one of those confetti bombs like mail bombs Dude, no, 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 no. Mail bomb each other like a glitter cylinder. bomb. It's a real thing. Oh, yeah. You get mail bombed with glitter. I'm talking yeah. a cylinder that shoots confetti. So it's like a super soaker, but full of confetti. Correct. They just shoot each other Same spontaneously. Size. Yes. Nice. And they have these videos of them trying to surprise each other. And the husband in this scenario is a cop. So he's like ready for everything. Oh, boy. But not everything. And it's 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 harmless fun, and I like it. Yeah. You try and handcuff the fucking. Sorry. No, they're like hide under cars and shit to get each other. It's great. Sorry, I, I wish went I had time to do I that. Went into my own fucking dumb dumb brain there for a couple. They probably minutes. have five hundred thousand followers, right? Huh? They have five hundred thousand followers. Probably, on I don't know. Some people. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, pay he doesn't even need numbers. to work as a cop anymore. They're influencers now, right? Yeah, <laughs> probably. They're probably making more money. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how people do that stuff. Man. I I guess I. Can't really say anything because I like have no social media. Which speaking I, of social media, what do, you like think, what do you think about this Amen. idea? Amen. I like it, dude. I'm free. <laughs> I, I had my I had uh, Facebook for about three months once when I was. You still to, do technically. I know that, but yeah, I, I haven't still have one looked too. at it in forever, and I never accepted anyone as my friend or posted anything to it. The only reason it's I got it rude. is because someone for like my 20th high school reunion said uh, we need to have a way to you know, reach out to you or something. And I said, okay. And they said, you can do this, this, this. At the time, I didn't even have a cell phone. That's how old school I am. I didn't get a cell phone until like six years ago. Nice. And, uh, Held out. and so <laughs> I got Facebook and then never did anything with it. And then I skipped my high school reunion and never checked my Facebook again. So Cool. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. That's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bore this dude. <laughs> oh, it's like you... There's so much stuff on there you just don't need to see. It doesn't matter. I spend hours why? of my day just That's exactly why I don't want to do it. <laughs> That's funny. You, they, you know, they tried to suck me in. You know, they just show you, like, you know, hot ladies and dirt bikes and, like, all the stuff that I like. They figure out what you like, and then they want to send yep, you just that. They do that. a bunch of micro-targeting. Oh, figure yeah. Out you your know, real they post. almost had me. They almost had almost me. Almost got you. <laughs> but, uh, no, I haven't Threw been the hook at the boat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> we did a test uh, yesterday. Me and my other roommate, we were carpooling, and uh, we're like, we should fuck up the algorithm, right? Both of our phones are in our pockets, you know? And I, we just started talking about cat food, right? Bunch, like, whole conversation about cat food. What we didn't realize is the conversation before that was about Johnny Depp. And I got about four things about Johnny Depp today. Oh, good. Yeah. They're always listening. They're always listening. Yeah. All of a sudden, Chumbawamba starts, like, being... <laughs> Play it on your YouTube. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Duran Duran comes on. You're like, I'm not. I don't stop. <laughs> no. Are you a Duranimal? <laughs> what? Are you a Duranimal? I'm not. Is that a thing that they said? You bet it's a thing. It's a Duran Duran fan. The real hardcore ones are called Duranimals. A Dur fan. <laughs> He's are, not that are hardcore. You hungry like the wolf. I am not. I'm not even hungry. I had biscuits and gravy for lunch today. My hunger is oh, quelled. Gravy. <laughs> yeah. That was actually one of the things you talked about in one of your shows, like favorite breakfast or something like that. Oh, yeah. That Go really ahead. Out? What's your favorite breakfast? Oh, and I was just sitting there going, oh, now they're talking my kind of. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite form of eggs? Okay. Let's get into it here. <laughs> I could talk about this quite extensively. That's if fine. I, if I may. Wait, do you, uh, keep my mind. Egg, my keep egg mind. There is simple. a correct answer. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm a simple man. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a traditional man. I'm a scrambled egg guy. Perfect. How do you scramble your eggs? That's a good egg. Right uh, like it with a little bit of milk in there. Perfect. In fact, it's even better if you. Uh, my wife sometimes will do this. She'll take like this little handheld frother. It's I think it's for coffee or something like that, or like latte. You foam your latte, oh. but you scramble your eggs, and then she puts it out there and goes. And it gets it so light and fluffy. Those eggs are the lightest, fluffy shit. Thing. You, gotta you gotta try that. You gotta try that. We gotta get a good f- wife. Josh. Absolutely, I got the best. Uh, I'm a uh, chicken fried steak. Oh yeah, gravy. That's my go-to. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you get great, if they have options, do you do sausage gravy or mushroom gravy? Sausage. Good call. Sausage country gravy. Do you ever get ask them if they can mix them together? Because sometimes they will, and it's delicious. I haven't. I don't think I, I will. will. Now. <laughs> I'm too old for that. What? I'm you like mushrooms? Older. No, I like I love mushrooms. I'm just too old to change my order. Okay, that makes sense. Respect. Totally makes sense. Yeah. A man of conviction, dude. Yes, he stands by his <laughs> chicken fried steak with sausage gravy, English muffins, scrambled eggs, and hash browns. And if yeah, I have that's if a perfect I have the breakfast. choice, if I have the choice, I'm taking like country hash browns, like the chunks of potato with like peppers and onion and stuff. Oh no, it. I do hash browns. As opposed to like the shredded hash browns. I love the Although hash browns. I like, I like them a I little like burnt. Shredded hash browns, absolutely crispy. Yeah. Have to be crispy. Got to be crispy. Don't give me those flats. In this hash house, browns. we like crispy <laughs> yeah. hash. Yeah, for the flats yeah. and hashies. <laughs> <laughs> those are just Also, that would be a great name for like a a a, a new uh a new band. A good band, Flaccid Hash Brown. Flaccid Hashies. Flaccid Hashies. I like it. Flash oh browns. man. Yeah. I have a buddy, I'll just throw this out there, who plays in a band sometimes in uh, Carnation. Is Pete still in Carnation? Yeah. Yes. Barely. He's, he's part of How a band. How does this come off every episode? Old dude. dude and, and you may have, if you've ever been there to watch live music, you may have heard of, his band is called Wrong Hole. Oh, that's a great name and for a band. He's the drummer for Wrong Hole. And there's a lot of jokes there, but I'm not, I'm done with that. Oh, the story okay. is from when he was playing mini golf and hit the, you know. Oh, he went across the bridge instead of down the yeah. green. Got he, it. He, he missed mm. the windmill, went around. Ah. Mm-hmm. Wrong hole. I know the yeah. guy. Do you really? No. Oh. 
<laughs> Please carry on. <laughs> okay, I got else. okay, let me let me let me let okay. me fill you in on a little tidbit. Okay. When you're doing your scrambles with the milk and the frother, uh, the yeah. fluffer, the, if you will. No, let's call it a frother. Okay. That's much better than a fluffer. <laughs> a breakfast fluffer. That's, Do yourself a favor. Probably a business opportunity there. Right, yes. Somebody needs to capitalize on this market. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do yourself a favor. Couple drops of vanilla extract. You're gonna be happy. Really? Yep. Oh, I could try that. Lightens them up. I could try that. I'll tell my wife next time we're we're making breakfast. Yeah. I'll ask her. I should not say tell her. Yeah. I'm gonna tell her, her how to make my I eggs. Ask her kindly. Yeah. I will not say. Well, when you get tread lightly over there. The the, that's not gonna happen. Because I do the exact same thing. Scrambled eggs. Uh-huh. I don't. I'm usually I don't. And if I'm making more than two, I'll put it in a separate deal and whisk mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. And put all the ingredients in there. Okay. But if I'm making like two for like a regular like small meal, just just for you, just for me, sure. Uh, I'll just do it in the pan, and you gotta do it kind of quick, you know, because I do it on high heat because I'm hungry. Yeah. And uh, you got time to wait. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> I'm not waiting for fucking embryos. I got a question for you. Do you think that eggs are something you can eat while in the car, like while driving? I think that face said it all. Road eggs. Road eggs. <laughs> would you be one to make sure I understand the? Would you be? Okay, let me try to properly. <laughs> let me try to. Are we talking like, like fried or scrambled eggs? Like or you bring like some eggs with you. You're in the car. You're eating them while in the car. I'm sensing that there's a story behind this. Well, no, we have a friend that is um, possibly a psychopath, and we're trying yeah. To I I can't <laughs> I can't say I've ever tried to eat eggs while driving. It sounds like unless a it was like in the form of like a egg McMuffin or something, in which case, sure, maybe so. a breakfast burrito. Yeah, breakfast that shouldn't burrito. count as eat something egg. though. No, like absolutely, just be something cont- You can't just sit there with a plate. He said it. He said it. He did it. Jersey or a Joe, plastic bag. <laughs> yes, yeah. like a walking taco, but egg style. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Walking taco is that what you call that? A walking taco. Have you never had a walking taco? No, it's the what is that called when you open up a Doritos bag and that's a walking taco. That's when you cook. That's a, what we call it anyway. Back in the day. Oh, when you cook so a taco on a walk. Uh, that's called a. Fuck, I forgot now. That's not a. That's not a from here thing. Because my buddy lives in. Uh, he used to live in New Mexico. Okay. And yeah. they did the same thing with uh, beans and everything yeah. and all that in, in a, a in Doritos a bag. bag. Yeah. And what the fuck did he call it? God damn it! Delicious. Yeah, it's it's I've I've, I've had it That's one time. It. Oh, it's fantastic. It's a lot of prep. Yeah, because you got to cook everything else. We and used to have it when I was in college at our when they'd have finals week, and in the middle of the night they would open up the commons, which was our cafeteria, mm-hmm. and you could go in there and they would have bags of chips. Hey, listen, just because I didn't go to college doesn't mean I didn't go to college. No, 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 no. That- <laughs> This go is how, on, this is how on, we rolled on. in Southern California. <laughs> but you could go in there at midnight while you're studying or whatever, and you could just grab. But they had everything ready, which was nice. Like a Taco Del Mar, right? Mm-hmm. If you could make a walk-in taco at Taco Del Mar, it'd take you 30 seconds. Yeah, it's like a Fantastic. Taco Del Mar, only you could touch all the food with your hands. Yeah, except they didn't let you behind there. But <laughs> but you just go and you get your you get your uh, your beans and your rice and throw a little guacamole in there. And oh, yeah. Shake it all up and take a... Take one of those long stem forks and just head back to your dorm room with a walk-in taco. It was a thing. Yeah. No, I'm into good that. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, you're not going to like the name of this thing either, but I'm going to tell you about it. It's the thing that I make when we go camping a lot. It's called a meat kiss. 
a meat kiss. Oh, yeah. Good lord. Okay. So you get uh, shredded shredded beef, uh-huh. not shredded beef, but like uh, actually, I usually get it in little mini flanks, like the thin stuff that you use, mm-hmm. you, you usually use for like stews, mm-hmm. but the super thins that would cook super fast, right. like two minutes a aside. Minutes aside, yeah. And uh, I cut them up into little slivers. And a uh, bunch of oil, bunch of, uh, I usually put potatoes at the bottom, because if you overcook potatoes, oh well. Right. And then the meat, and then a couple eggs, and a bunch of cheese. Inside a big thing of tinfoil, make it look like a giant Hershey, Hershey's Kiss. Throw it in the fire, forget about it. You can overcook it, you can undercook it. It's delicious. Wow. It's great for when you're camping because usually when I'm camping, I am intoxicated. No. Yeah. Yeah, I've listened to enough of your uh, podcast to have picked up on that. <laughs> Thank you. Joe does some wild shit while he's camping. <laughs> but yeah, you can you throw that in there, you forget about it, you come back a couple minutes later, it will burn your hands. I'll tell you right now, it will burn your hands if you pull it out of the fire. You're talking about the meat kiss. He I'm is talking about, about the meat <laughs> kiss. <laughs> it will really burn your hands, actually. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's a nice little I'm fork in. meal. It actually I'm in. is. So your your long your long <laughs> fork idea made me think of that. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Well, f- next time we we'll plus, our... plus everything tastes better when you're camping. Yeah. You can't. Well, go that's wrong. a fact. You that's can't go fact. wrong with something like that. Yeah, that's actually a good thought. Everything tastes better when you're camping. I, I, I like that could be one of those for... those quotes on uh, like uh, like over your fireplace. You know, like live, laugh, love. Everything yeah. tastes better when Every you're camping. Tastes, everything tastes better camping. Yeah, absolutely. We, we can make this, dude. We have the technology. Oh, yeah. We got a sticker guy. We have a guy that does stickers. <laughs> we have a sticker guy. Yeah. If I oh, had a dollar probably... for every time I heard that. <laughs> what? Really? I now have a dollar. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm one dollar richer than I was before. <laughs> Check out the one on the windshield of, the, of uh, Josh's truck here. I don't That's think custom he, made. I don't, I don't think he needs to. That was a custom order by Joe. I might add. I didn't order that. I didn't order that. He just <laughs> sent that, and I was like, "That's J- Josh's truck is where that's going." Kyle, I have to have some words with you. <laughs> I can't see it right now from where I'm sitting, but I'll have to check it out later. It's a nice touch. It's consider I think. me intrigued. I actually put that sticker up there and like put everything back on the top of his truck, thinking he wouldn't see it. I didn't either. Until you told me to look at my windshield. It took like, like, that's a weird request, but... You know. I think it took like three weeks and he still didn't see it and then I got antsy. So I had to tell him. Right, I'm gonna oh, it was like it that. Uh, it was like that sticker I put on your toe mirror. Yeah, it's still there. <laughs> me, me and Gabe were just cracking up. It's still there. Gabe. That ain't leaving. I, you're like, and I still want a matching one for the other toe mirror. You come around the corner when we're urban camping, you're like, what are you guys laughing about? Because I showed him. <laughs> like, back up I, a step. Urban camping? Oh, okay. <laughs> you want to take this? Oh, one? what have what have I done? Uh, um, Can of worms. So uh, open. Fun fact: uh, any place with a park and ride is technically a place with a campground. I can see that. That's yeah. not actually a law, but that's our law. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not a law in any way, shape, or form. But um, basically, if it's a parking lot and there's nobody in it, you can totally camp there. You can camp there, and uh, basically, we just. Parked our trucks together in a campground. We had gone to Grayland, Washington. Yeah. It's on the coast over there. Yep. And uh, Joe made some stellar plans to go on this trip. And uh, I thought he had had it handled. Like, we had a place to go and all that. And we we go we stopped at this bar. And uh, we're like, 
okay, you know, the bar's like closing down. You know, it's late. And uh, we're all like, well, where, do we, where are we going now, Joe? And he's like, oh, well, you know, he's like, let me go ask the bartender. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like, thinking, you know, we got somewhere to go. She's like, he asked her, I guess, like, where can you just go and park and nobody will bother you? And so she's like, oh, about two miles down the road, you take a ride at the Y. Like, you know, like a Y intersection, right? Sure. And uh, she's like, there's a parking ride right there. Nobody will bother you right there. And so we drive down to uh, that parking ride. We park right next to each other, two trucks. And uh, we set up some camp chairs in between said two trucks and drank a bottle of whiskey. In a parking ride. In a parking ride. It was ride. a nice little afternoon. So <laughs> part of me can't get past, why is there a parking ride down there? <laughs> That's a good question. In, in Grayland. And where are they riding to? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is a good question. Like the there's, there's really no measurable like, <laughs> like commercial city. enterprises or yeah. industry down there that I'm aware of. There's they're, only like if you're they're riding fishing, to the other nothing town like, yeah. down the road. <laughs> there's like three towns and none of them do anything. Right. That's what makes it a great place to go camping. Well, that's what makes that parking lot a great place to go camping. I remember camping. we got there. Because we nobody's the, in it. We saw the lights on at the gas station across the street. <laughs> We walk all the way over there for some reason. I can't remember if we needed more beer or whatever. But, uh, like, go use the bathroom. We walk all the way over there. It's naturally closed. We're like, oh, okay. I guess we're going back to our campsite. <laughs> this is probably, ground. like, yeah. it felt like probably 8.30, but realistically it was probably about 3. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you guys were probably quiet and respectful, though, in the... Of course, quote, always campground. Always, yeah. always. I was you know, three cool guys and a dog. You know, I mean, yeah. we had a great time. It was a blast, actually. Made a lot of memories. Made actually, lot, that was a great a trip. I don't remember any of the memories, but <laughs> are they really memories? Did you, did you tell? Did you tell about uh, our friend who thought we were going to Idaho? <laughs> yes, one of the guys on the trip with us, our our friend Gabe. Um, <laughs> we had told him like weeks in advance, like, "Hey, we're going to Idaho to go see our friend Sam." And uh, this is, like, when they were having all the wildfires over in Idaho. Okay. And uh, so we just never told them that we changed the plan. And so we actually came up with a scheme, and we're like, we're going we're gonna to tell Gabe we're still going to Idaho. But, uh, you know, I had made up this whole plan that I'm like, oh, you know, the freeways are just a mess right now. There's just backups everywhere. and um, So just tell them we're taking the long way. We're just heading south. We're going to, like, you know, like the beach in Washington, like the Washington coast. Yep. Like the complete opposite, kind of opposite direction. direction. Yeah. Right? And we make it to, like, Aberdeen before he's finally like, what the fuck's going on? So he... Come as you are. Yeah. This is Idaho. He's like, wait a the, minute. The, the, the reason that we fucked up on this is in my car, it's got one of those things that tells you what direction you're going, and he kept glancing at it. And I knew that he, he's seen it. Listener, it's called... He's not from here. He's from New Mexico, right? Thank so. you. So he was looking at the uh, compass, yeah. and... Uh, he, he thought, well, this is, what, but we're behind Josh the whole time. Two separate cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys put that awesome sticker on my truck, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, it took him all the way until Aberdeen. He saw the sign that said Aberdeen, and he's like, what are we doing? Wait a minute. Yeah. That's like that's, that's... three hours on the road. And oh, he was, finally figured it out. Was it was having, great. Was he having fun? Oh, yeah. Well, we were having a blast. Yeah, and, like, we had a blast the whole weekend. 
Understandable. We found out that the the Super Dodge does not do well in the sand. Also, I didn't know that did my you transfer get bogged case down on the beach down there. Almost. Yeah. Yeah, a couple times. That's kind of also, a scary thing. I didn't thing. realize at the time that the transfer case was broken, so it only worked in four wheel drive sometimes. So that was kind of terrifying. We drank an entire bar's worth of bush light. Oh yeah. We don't okay. even drink bush light. We went to this bar. <laughs> we went to this bar. And uh it said it had a big banner above the bar that said, uh, any any Mariners game, bush light is two dollars. We were all drinking of course because that's what we drink. And Gabe sees this this banner and he looks over at the TV and it's it's a pregame mm-hmm. thing. Like it's like a warm up. It's like a newscast that they do for like three hours. Sure. They're showing the whole like pregame show. highlights and silly stuff like yeah. that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I walk up to the bar and I'm like, Mariners, Bushlight, Barkeep. <laughs> and she's like, she looks up at the at the at the screen. And she's like, Oh yeah, that that deal's gone. <laughs> we drank all the Bushlight in the bar. <laughs> drank them dry. <laughs> Depleted. <laughs> All resources were gone. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a good a time. Trip. I had to be young again. Yeah. Well, it sounds like, from what you've told us, that you should probably just come camping with us, because <laughs> you'd have a blast. I probably would enjoy it. I yeah. like a, I like a good camping trip. Yeah. We're not very, uh, we're not very well-liked when we camp. We have a, a pretty good camping group that we go places. Uh, we what do you mean not about- well-liked? Well, for example, we go to a place over in Kalalock on the coast. Every year we do this camping trip. And we're that group that is super loud. We bring block rockers. You know, those things, like the big remote speakers that are really loud. Link up a couple of those. We set up a volleyball. We set up horse balls. We set up, you know, you name it. We're, We're playing all the stuff. Beer pong. So it sounds like you definitely table. should go camping. <laughs> yeah, and then we usually finish our last night of our camping trip. We're often up much later than people with kids around us are like, hey, you guys, it's midnight. Are you ever going to go to sleep? We're like, no, but we'll turn it down. Um, but our Possibly. last night every year when we go there is karaoke night. Oh, yeah. In the campground. And dude, with the block rockers, style, dude. everybody like hears the karaoke. <laughs> That's like there, nice. There's no escaping it. I like that. And so everybody just, and we have a big group of people. So when we camp all together, it's a bunch of, it's five or six families. And so there might be 20 to 30 of us there. <laughs> and everybody's, and everybody's just requesting songs. songs. Then you stand up on a table and sing your song. And, and, it's you know, we're going and going. You're singing Rock Lobster. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> they will. I like Rock Lobster. People are looking at us from their campsites. The B-52s can hang. Just like. <laughs> Who are these people? These, these are like the worst campers ever. We're here to get. You know, we're on the coast. No, you know what they probably do. We're watching otters, and there's this. We got. You know what they probably do? They they look the over and they go. I bet one of them is a teacher. <laughs> there might be three. <laughs> uh, but then, but the funny thing is, most people end up when they realize we're just having fun. They we end up with a lot of strangers coming over to join us. Yeah, yeah. In fact, last time we were there, we camp. There was a guy comes walking over. <laughs> we were uh, in the middle of doing our karaoke night, and we had got a little inside intel. The guy camping next to us was sort of famous. So uh, my buddy who kind of runs his his uh, the block rocker through his phone, you know, Bluetooth in and picks all the songs, kind of the DJ, he puts on, um, God, I don't remember what it was. 
One of the songs uh, is the guy. A terrible story made. now because I can't remember who he was. Uh, but I it's one of the songs him. that he played. Yeah, so he's a legitimate like big rock star. I want to say he was with like uh, Starship or or um, shit, shit, shit. This is great podcasting. Um, it was Jimmy Page, wasn't it? No, no. I <laughs> Roger, 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 Roger. Roger Waters. Roger Miller. Not quite that big, no. Roger but, Moore. And it was it was a band that's like was big in Seattle, like Starship or Heart. Heart. Maybe oh. it was the guy from Heart. Okay. Ann so Wilson? he's he's no Ann Wilson was the <laughs> woman sorry. from Heart. <laughs> Roger Wilson. But it was Roger the Wilson. it was the guy that wrote um Barracuda. Okay. You know, do 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 right. So he's camping right next to us. So my buddy throws that on. And you see him, him, right? All the speakers are super loud, and he just kind of... And that's not a good karaoke song. That was just <laughs> no. to see, will he notice? Oh, he noticed. <laughs> okay. So he kind of turns over, and he looks at us, and and he kind of sidles over, and a couple of us went out and met him between the campsites and started talking. He goes, you know, I, I like that song. We're like, oh, we've heard you like that song. <laughs> he says, you know, I wrote that song. Yeah, we a birdie told us, the camp host had told us that he was camping right next to us. So he says, come on over. So it was really cool because he invited about three of us that went over to talk to him, invited us over to his campsite where he shared with us two things. He shared with us his private label whiskey, Ooh. which he had, and he's like, try this. Wow. It's smooth. It's mine. His name was on the on wow. the label, right. which was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not much of a whiskey guy, so I, I you know, just gritted my teeth and went yeah, through it. You're white Yeah, I didn't want to, I didn't want to offend the guy. And then he said, hey, I've been working on this song. That's why I come out here in camp. I'm, I'm still, you know, recording stuff, working on a song. You guys want to hear this new song. It hasn't even been recorded yet. I'm not finished with it. And we're like, yes, we do. Of course we do. Right? So he starts playing this song that he said this will probably be released within the next six months or something. And, uh, and so he played us this song and, and I don't remember what it was called or anything, but just kind of, he was working his way through it and he had like a, like a composition book with lyrics and so he's reading his own lyrics because he was that new to his own song he was just lyrics trying to work out like lyrics and stuff. And stuff. Like, yeah he he's had he's it all there because it content. wasn't done yeah and and so he played it for us which was super cool yeah you know, this guy did that just super neat camping story and plus he didn't have a problem with us he thought it was cool that we were out there singing and having a good time and he came over and cool. hung out a minute and it was pretty neat so but everybody else hates us <laughs> he was cool with us. We Everybody except for Roger Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look it up and tell you. It wasn't Roger Wilson. Roger. It was Roger Actually, Smith please send us the information in case I we will. need to. I'll do it later. I bet that song's probably out by now. It might be. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's actually a really good point. Dude, I have a good camping story from when I was young. Uh, me and my dad and my sister, we went uh, fishing at uh, Lake Cachise, actually, yeah. where we camp all the time now yeah. as adults. Don't tell them our spot. I won't. This has nothing to do with the spot, but uh, we go fishing, right? My sister, she's little, right? And, uh, you know, I'm pretty little myself. But anyways, so my dad takes us over to the beach, and uh, we're just casting lines, and we're not catching nothing, right? So my sister finally catches something, right? And she takes this thing. And, like, my dad had told her, like, you got to pull up really hard, you know, you got to set the hook. And, uh... So she does that, and she wings this fish up over us, and it flies off the hook into the bushes, like, 15 yards behind us, right? So, she's little. She really wants to see the fish she caught. So we go get it. 
go find it. And it's a carp. Really tasty fish, right? Nice fish. And uh, you know, my dad wants to throw it back. She's like, "No, no, we're gonna we're gonna save it. We're gonna keep it. It's my first fish." Damn it's it. a carp. Okay, <laughs> sure, we're gonna save it. And so we go back to our campsite, and uh, you know, she goes over to the neighbor's campsite. She's like, "I caught a fish. I got it." She got to tell everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody within like you know a two mile radius needs to know that she caught a fish. She goes over to this campsite, and the the guy that was camping next to us, he's like, "Wow, you guys caught a carp. That's awesome." You know, I have a good recipe for carp. And so my dad's like, okay, I'm interested. Like, what's your recipe for carp? So he proceeds to tell us, you know. So you take the thing, you find like a nice cedar plank, right? You know, whatever wood you like. Um, you know, nail the thing to the board. Put it in the oven. Balsa. You know, 400 degrees, 15 minutes. Uh, that goes by. You take it out. Take the fish off the board. And you eat the board. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best recipe for carp I've ever heard. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was questioning where that was going to go when you said carp, good eating fish. I'm thinking, <laughs> you must know something I don't. No, it's a trash fish. Carp eats shit off <laughs> the bottom. That's a disgusting fish. <laughs> <laughs> you catch carp and catfish. Well, catfish can be good, but catch them with, like, blood bait. And Dude, I caught a, I caught a carp one time in Lake Powell with a piece oh. of cheese shut up string cheese lake powell yeah we used to go there it's where i spent 18 summer vacations dude growing up we would we would houseboat there every summer me too from like 1975 (laughs) to like 1990 it's a bitch lake right oh fantastic (laughs) and now it's like a third full yeah there's not and it's super expensive because my wife and my wife and i and our and my two sisters because we used to go there every summer it was a best vacation ever yeah, but we've looked into it and it's really expensive yeah, to get no a houseboat water. for weeks. And half the places that yeah, all the canyons or yeah. the water's so low you can't even get to the coves yeah, and to find anchorages. Yeah. Yep. Am I the only one who thinks of Hydro Thunder whenever somebody says Lake Powell? Oh, shut up! I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Hydro Thunder. Ta- it's one of those arcade games. <laughs> those, but when that you click stupid on jet boat. Lake Powell goes yeah. Lake Powell. Oh, when you're riding like a, uh, a jet like, ski or something it's on not, it. It's, it's like, like a, hi, boats, it's like a yeah. hydroplane or something. Oh, but yeah. when you start the you start the level, it says Lake, Lake Powell. My dad had rented a boat, dude. We were just like, I was. This is where I learned how to water ski. Yeah. Fun fact. Likewise. I don't know how to water ski, right? Fun fact. <laughs> um, really difficult. It's, it's it is very difficult, and uh, we were. It was like, you know, the golden hour right before sunset, and we're just like kind of ripping around the lake. This is a rental boat, right? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, he hits the sandbar. Yep. It just destroys the prop on this boat. <laughs> I remember we had to, it like it like barely worked, dude. This thing would go like three miles an hour after that. And so we we had like limped to like another port, if you will, and like found a way to get back to our truck so we could drive to another boat place and uh-huh. buy a prop and then fix it so yeah. we could return it to the rental place without getting charged. <laughs> yeah we used to have in our shop on the ranch uh, a whole wall and my dad would nail all the ruined props <laughs> from lake powell from hitting floaters yeah and oh, yeah. sandbars sandbars which ha- we lose two or three props every vacation <laughs> so he'd always pack a couple extras because it was inevitable down there oh man that brings back such good Dude, memories those were, 
I saw a really cool lightning storm there one time. Yeah, like, crazy that place storms. Was something else, man. Yeah. One time, uh, it picked up like a we. It, it started storming so bad, and it was like blowing all the tents away and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we had this like gazebo that was like staked down into the you know the hard pack like sandbar type yep. rock. And uh, the wind was so bad that it lifted this thing, and I swear to God, it flew like sixty feet in the air, and then landed in like the middle of the lake from where we were that was like what we were camping under so we had to like put the little awning up on the boat and sleep under that in this like rainstorm it was oh, terrible pal. <laughs> that was a cool place yeah we used to always rent houseboats or several families and we'd just you know you cruise out and find a canyon mm-hmm. go just up the canyon way place. find a little cove no one else is there and just beach the houseboats Spend a couple of days in your own little cove and just fishing and swimming and water skiing. Oh, so many stories. Just makes it warms my heart to know that someone else has had the Lake Palace. I almost died there one time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I'm, I'm enthralled right now. If you haven't been there, you, you just it's one of those things, when I, man. When I was learning how to like water a, ski, it's like a select few. I have not. I've not uh, been able to get yourself there. It's yeah, cool. It's place. the best. It's the best. It's not what it used to be. But. So, Nothing ever is, but it's still pretty cool, I'll bet. I was learning how to water ski, right? And uh, I had let go of the rope, and the little rope thing got hooked on one of the skis. Yeah. And then, like, the skis, like, kind of crossed like that. So, like, I was just, like, stuck. My dad's just gassing the boat. He's not watching behind me. And for whatever reason, some kind of phenomena. Phenomena. <laughs> Sorry. Um,. The way that the skis were and the, like the way the I was being towed, like it would just pull me under, deeper and deeper and deeper, and like you know I, I'm fairly young at this point. I'm thinking like this is it, you know. I just see the surface, of the water go farther and yeah. farther away, and uh, <laughs> like right before I think it's like this, this is the end. Like I'm gonna drown from this. Like my dad, like clearly like. Can, <laughs> Tell it like the boat's like running weird because right, it's, it's like towing an anchor. Feels like he's got a sea anchor back there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, you know, I float back up the surface. I'm wearing my life jacket and all that, and you know, I come up and I, again, I'm fairly young. And I'm crying and all this shit. <laughs> and he's just like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't see you let go." So I just kept going. I thought you were having a good time, and I'm like, just spazzing. <laughs> like, yeah, yep. I was gonna die. Oh. Yeah, I learned yep. to water ski on Lake Powell, too, and our smallest skis were still way too big for me because I was, like, five. Mm-hmm. So I'd wear, like, three pairs of socks Yeah. so that the <laughs> skis would stay on and then eventually worked my way up to dropping a ski, you know, and, and then there's a ski floating around in the water and, and then eventually learned how to shore start and deep water start and all that stuff. Did you ever good, have the ones time. with, like, it was two skis, but they had, like, a little rope? Had, a, like, a bar between them or a rope? Yeah, no, so I never, ha- yeah. never had those. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those were I don't think those were invented yet when I was five years old. Ah, <laughs> oh, fair enough. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, we were basically skiing on planks with, with you know, little booties made of plastic. I don't even think they were neoprene yet. They're terrible. But yeah, it I went cliff diving there, dude. That yep. place was magical. Uh, go to the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sounds a good vacation spot that I need it to figure is, out. It is this the best. It's, it's not a vacation <laughs> imaginable. That was so cool. Yep. Man, they're like five times. And fantastic fishing. We'd fish all the time for striped bass, go trolling for those and catch largemouth. Catch uh, bluegills. Pike, bluegill like crazy. Under, underneath on, the boat. I yep. just put like a piece of cheese on yeah, the Yeah, or just a golden hook. 
Like, they didn't even need bait. They just, like, oh, there's something shiny. Uh, I didn't even have a real fishing pole. Yeah. I had this, like, cheap, like, piece of, like, fake bamboo with, like, <laughs> like, a string on it. And it was, like, enough to catch bluegill yep. to the boat. Lift them out one after the other. <laughs> God, I miss those times. Yeah, I've been trying, like I said, for years to get back there. My wife hears these stories. She listens to this, which she might. So, oh, you guys got under Lake Powell. Great. She'll just fast forward. Because yeah. every time we go on vacation, guys, I'm going on. on and on about Lake Powell. <laughs> it's so great. And question. my kids are like, I feel like I've been there. Real question. What are you guys doing tomorrow afternoon? Because it's only 19 hours away. Right. It's a, it's a bit of a drag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, it's a long way to go. you got to have a lot of vacation. That was the hottest temperature I'd ever been oh, at that point in my life. It was 120 degrees yep. like the first day we were there. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, we used to spend a lot of our day under the houseboat. So we beach them, and they're on pontoons, and yeah. so they kind of created this Yeah, so there's like the two little, yeah. So we'd be swimming around and stuff, but then <laughs> when you had enough sun, just swim under the boat and float under the boat for a while, and that would shade you. There's going to be a little bit of a radar stop there with the officer near Salt Lake City. Oh, just, oh, you, you, that's good to know. Plotting it all out on yeah. your map software? Yeah, I sure am. Dude, we good. Let's enlist the tough dogs, dude. Let's go camping in Lake Powell, dude. That sounds fun. Can we just fly there? You can fly to Page, Arizona, but you yeah. still got to get from Page to Yeah, it's Wauwee. still far. Yeah, it's yeah. It, there's nothing near it. Page, Arizona is the nearest town, and it's not even... I mean, it's kind of at the southern end in Arizona, but... You kind of have to Okay, well, let's go. Yeah. Let's fly down yeah. to central Utah. And you can fly into, like, Ogden, and then yeah. you're only a few hours away. And then get, like, an excursion for all the boys. Dude. One year we broke down at a place called Kanab. Kanab, I don't know. K A N A B, Utah. Uh, and like our, my dad's truck, you know, that same black F 150 that he still has. That's I thought still, it was red. No. Oh, am I an idiot? Yes. Okay. Um, the black one that's still alive for some reason. And uh, it broke down, like shot an ignition coil or whatever. Typical. And uh, dude, we were stuck in this place for like three days. While they ordered this part, and like, oh, I was just a dumb kid. I had like my little skateboard, and I'm just like wheeling around this like random town in Utah. It's got nothing in it. Um, had the best shrimp of my life in that place, which is Landlocked weird because it's not near water. Landlocked state. Yeah, shrimp. landlocked shrimp. Straight out of the Great Salt Lake, man. Brine shrimp. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's Except what those it are. Those are like microscopic. <laughs> yeah, I don't think right. so. Maybe I ate like a yeah. hundred thousand of them. But yeah. um, <laughs> that's all I can remember about Kanab, Utah. <laughs> we broke down one time driving to Lake Powell. Uh, we were driving my uncle's station wagon, sometime in the late seventies, and we had it packed for you know eight people for a week on a houseboat. And the spare, actually, we, we just got a flat. We didn't break down. We got a flat, but the spare was under everything in the back of the... <laughs> you got to unpack all So we had shit. to unpack a week's worth of beer and Mai Tai mix and sodas for the kids and food and... Basically inner tubes that we'd blow up when we got there for tubing around and yeah. water, you name it. Yeah. Had to unload everything on the side of the road to lift up this huge panel in the back <laughs> the of the station time. wagon that covered the spare. Uh, you ever had that happen? I don't even know what I'm looking at. That's the middle of a rim that broke off. On all the sides? Yeah. Yep. That was on Joe's uh, Super How Dodge out happen? there. Well, we don't know. Unexplained phenomenon. Well, no, it's a it's a company that I'm not 
going to, uh, I'm not going to drag them just yet. What are you talking about, dude? They already, like, screwed you off. You should, you should drag them yeah, at this I point. Should, I should, I should look up what that company name is again, because I forgot. Do you remember what it is? Gear Wheels. Gear Wheels. <laughs> they have a disclaimer on their website that says they're specifically for heavy duty and off-road applications or something mm-hmm. along those lines. And, uh, yeah. It's the rims that came on my truck, and, uh, they broke. And it was terrifying. Yeah, you I were can't like, even imagine how that happened. You were like three miles up a dirt road going one mile an hour. Yeah. And the thing just snapped. The thing <laughs> is, when I contacted them, they asked me, uh, well, was there anybody involved in the accident? I'm like, no, it wasn't an accident. Mm-hmm. It just broke. Your shit just fell apart. No yeah. accident. It like, was almost their, an accident. The, the thing that drives me nuts is on their front page of their website, it specifically says, like, it's for these overlander cunts. Like, I want I want different rims on my truck, you know. I want to put a tent on top. Th- that's who they're selling to. Okay. And they're not made well. Mm-hmm. Like the engine in that truck alone weighs eleven hundred pounds. It's shitty alloy wheels. Yeah. <laughs> how how are you gonna do that? that? Anyway, sorry to interrupt your story, but no, that, no, I just thought of that when you were talking. You I gotta, was going down a rabbit hole, so it's probably best. No, yeah. What is it? Gear wheels? Yeah. Gear, gear wheels? wheels? Uh, you can go fuck yourselves. Dude, Dude, hell. Also, I think that specific mountain might be bad for wheels and tires because yeah. remember when we went, well, I went. You got two? When I went elk hunting, I got two flat tires in the yeah. snowpack. Yeah, I remember because. That was not that cool. <laughs> you only bring one spare tire. Yeah, I remember. Just, that was my next question. How many spares did you happen to have? <laughs> I uh, filled up one with my shitty little O'Reilly's like plug into the cigarette lighter compressor. That also yeah, that saved me, too. <laughs> uh, we, I, I would have to stop at, like, every exit and, like, plug this thing back Put a little in bit more in. And fill up the rear tire. Oh, my God. That was, that was a nightmare. I, I didn't know I was going to make it out of that. And there was two holes in both tires. And there was a very over angry clearly. child that you were with. He was an adult man at this point. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. Well, his spaz did not help anything. Yeah. You know, at a certain point, I had to be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> uh, travel stories. Always fun. <laughs> no, talking about just weird breakdowns. Like, I mean, we've had trucks that do other stuff than just regular daily driving, but th- that truck is my regular daily car. Yeah, we also mm-hmm. drive 30-year-old trucks yeah, by choice. True. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I've, there's been some weird breakdowns. I uh, back when Reader was the Wild West, oh, the glory days. However you do that thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, there was this guy I wheeled with. He was in a samurai, and he uh, he threw a Shout rod out to Suzuki. Yeah. Yeah. Our friend Tyler's got one like six hundred pounds. Uh, I think they're like 2,000 pounds. They're nothing. They're four angry squirrels. Yeah. And he was running that four angry squirrels motor uh, on propane, and he had it on Toyota axles, which is a big upgrade for those. But uh, it was, and it was on like 40 inch tires. Like these are 38s. So imagine. Yeah, nominally bigger than that, on a tiny little samurai, a samurai. with yeah. a one point three liter motor, 
and he was just piss rapping her and he it all it, it just uh it threw a rod right which okay you blew up a motor shit happens tow it back tow it back to the trailer put it back on the trailer call it a day well the rod went through the block and through the tire well he's only got four 40 inch tires right and then he's got did he did he have like some little chintzy spare no he didn't have any no spare, spare whatsoever yeah yeah, because you're not taking that little temporary spare. No, and at the time I was really young. I was in a yeah. I was in a Jeep Cherokee, so I was on 31 inch tires, and they're five lug, so that didn't help him at all. Uh-huh. You know, we had to like drag him out of the trail, and kind of it kind of also 40 something inch tires. There, that's a lot of money to just drag along the ground. Yeah. So it was that was a day. I remember that. I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but here we are. This might be well. Who knows? Well, this is uh You've got an interesting setup here. As this I'm is sitting here uh, I'm looking around. This is Josh's this... childhood house. It is. Yeah. Okay. So, uh Did... So your dad owns this place? Yeah. His dad owns the the property uh-huh. and we pay the mortgage. Okay. How long have you guys been here? I've been here for what? Two years? Three years? Yeah, almost three. You haven't been here as long as I have, but no, like I think. Oh gosh, I stopped living here shortly after high school. Like I left home when I was seventeen, and uh, I think I came back by the time I was like twenty-two, maybe, and. Uh, Oh gosh, this has been longer than I thought. <laughs> I've yeah. been living here like six years. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, you know, it's it's home to me. You know, and it's always kind of a nightmare when my dad comes around because he's just like, "Oh, you're not taking care of this right," and it's always same old dad shit. You know. Um, I think I think it's a nice place to live. It's a nice location. Uh, Eagle Distance, Fall City, and Redmond. You yeah, know. you know, and it's out far enough. There's some nice pieces of land out here too. As yeah. I was driving out here, saw yeah, that. trying to afford one. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> you're still in King County, right? Good luck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you bought this place for like two hundred thousand or something back in the day. <laughs> it's worth a lot, a more, lot more now. King County, <laughs> yeah. but We're, if you sell it, you got to find somewhere else to live, and that's that should be the slogan for King County. Is, is King County. Do you want to afford something? Too bad. Yeah. Do you want to live somewhere? Too bad. Do you have a seven-figure income? Like, <laughs> don't live here. Uh, no, Fuck you, unless you're homeless. If I live, if I leave here, I'd probably go to Idaho, Montana, somewhere in there. Yeah. That's where I want to end up is Montana yeah. someday. It's beautiful out there. Oh, yeah, we have another That's thing fantastic. in common: Just big, wide open spaces. Yep. Wide open spaces are calming to me. You know, I love yeah. it. Is that a Tom Petty song? Don't, don't patronize me. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming over there, dude. I'm gonna cross your Maginot line. Come over there. <laughs> He's gonna good, crawl. Good on history this table reference. Here in a second. <laughs> I know you appreciate that. Extra not, credit is, right isn't there. that Tom Petty though? <laughs> yes. So if okay. you don't cross the Maginot line, you go around it. <laughs> That's true. I'm gonna go around Dan <laughs> to come beat go your ass, Belgium. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Belgium, I have no qualms with you. <laughs> Oh damn! All right. Well, hey, 
Oh, man, I almost called you Dan. That's so weird. Mr. Good. Armstrong, thank you for coming over. We oh, really appreciate super it. Fun. This has been a treat. This is thank pretty you so cool. Much. <laughs> I don't even know really what time it is. It. I could just keep doing this, although I, my drink is empty. Uh, I only brought enough for for two because I figured I had to drive home. But you brought smart. you brought a yeah, safe. Probably mile. pretty smart. <laughs> we can smell. Yeah, this has been super cool. Thank you for the invite. No, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, for I can hardly wait to listen to this. <laughs> this, is, this yeah. is fantastic. What a hoot. Uh, <laughs> and shop, time, uh, shop time carnation at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to email us, make sure it's good content. Otherwise, we're not going to read it and we don't care. No, uh, we'll read it. We'll just disregard it. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, like we say, like I'm going to start saying now because I really like it. Uh, if you like this episode, send it to somebody you hate. See how it <laughs> treats them. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>